police officer who shot Jacob Blake in Wisconsin, resulting in massive riots, which resulted in the Kyle Rittenhouse circumstance situation, they will not be charging this officer. So the National Guard is being deployed. And I'm pretty sure there's, there's I mean, if I had to make a bet, I'd say riots inbound. Now, they're not charging Jacob Blake either. And it's we'll, we'll get into the whole nitty gritty here. But suffice it to say, they were rioting because they wanted the cop to face charges. The cop is not going to face charges. Stands to reason. It's going to get it's going to get pretty messy. But uh, in, in similar news, Kyle Rittenhouse has ple- uh, pleaded not guilty. So now you've got this this double whammy for the left where no charges for the cop. Rittenhouse pleading not guilty. Well, Kenosha, you know, I hope you guys are safe. And I mean it sincerely. They're bringing in the National Guard because of this. We got other, new- other news coming out of D.C. as well. Thousands of Trump supporters came. The main event is tomorrow. I'm interested to see how many people show up because I think the numbers today, a lot of people thought it was going to get crazy because people would be showing up today and they were doing a protest today for Donald Trump. But tomorrow is the main event. So maybe a lot more people will show up. I know a lot of people who are coming down. I talk to a lot of people who say that they don't actually. These are people I know people who don't travel all that much who are getting in their cars or they're flying. And I noticed a lot of nonstop flights to D.C. were sold out. So we'll see how things uh, how things go in D.C. tomorrow. We're going to talk about all this. We got news about Enrique Tarrio of the Proud Boys. Apparently he's being banned from D.C. So. Everything's crazy. And over in Georgia, the runoff election, we have breaking news. The race is too close to call. We have no idea what's going to happen. So uh, we got a bunch of cool guests today. We're, we're joined by the senior political analyst from Don't Walk, Run Productions. That's me. Yeah. I'm Andrew. That's me. <laughs> senior Tim political analyst. I forgot who I was. Uh, yes. No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm, I, I make everybody, I, you have to introduce yourself. Yeah. Hi, I'm Andrew, the senior political analyst from Don't Walk, Run. Don't Walk, Run Productions. So senior political analyst, you must have worked very, very hard to reach that position. Very much. I just I just needed a title. I gave myself a title. Oh, <laughs> there you go. So That's you couldn't fine. have given yourself a better title? No. <laughs> I'm very humble. I'm a very humble person. Right on. Uh, well, also, we've got Ian Schillen. He's got a crystal ball and a gorilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm double fisting today. I've also got this this coffee this with coconut uh, water in it. And some. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know. Coconut powder. That's great. Coconut powder and cacao. Can oh, can you um, and, um cartilage? Can you ask the crystal oh, yeah, ball? The, 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 we when, got sponsored it. Yeah. Can you ask the crystal ball when COVID's over? Yeah, I'll tell you one of the things about the crystal ball. When they say the ball is cloudy, I can't see. It's because if you eat a lot of animal product and you oh. your skin exudes animal fat and you do it, it gets all cloudy. But if you are vegan and you do it, it actually sucks. Takes the oil off of it. What? And then you can see through it. No way. Magic. That's true. Personal, personal anecdote. Yeah. Well, I know one person who probably knows Luke Rutkowski, who's joining us. Is this true? If we're, 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 what? what? (laughs) I see you, Luke. I'm totally lost here. Do you know, tell me, you work a crystal on your neck. You're the crystal guy. Well, You're the expert on crystals. I I uh, have disdain for that category of me here describing me that way. And uh, yeah, rocks are rocks. You're literally I mean, wearing a rock. Say? Yeah, I don't know I, what it's my lucky moonstone. I like it. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Yeah. You, got, you want to debate moonstone? Welcome to the show, Luke. <laughs> I am the space <laughs> chief commander behind WeAreChange.org. If we're making up titles, I yeah. can make up my own as well. I just got a pooper, by the way, that I am exploiting to the fullest amount of likes on my Instagram. So- under a dog luke we are change a pooper is also one way of saying yes a survival apocalypse dog that i have now and am training for the apocalypse she barked at the cats and the cats freaked out she's, yeah, an she's the nicest dog tail, ever. like exploded looked like a within pipe a day yeah. she already knows how to sit she's basically almost potty trained 
Super smart, Close. high yeah. IQ dog. Glad to hear it. Yeah. I got to I pet like a puppy that. today. It was very nice. That's really Thank nice. you, Luke. I didn't answer your question about the crystal ball, Andrew. I don't know. No. Okay. What was, what was well, the question? Uh, my my question is uh, if a crystal ball is there and it wears Sagar. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. Kyle, Boom. Friends. That yeah. was a, for those that aren't familiar, a reference to The Hills Rising with Crystal Ball and Cigar and Jetty. A, a good show, by the way. Those, mm-hmm. are, the, I, those are both good people. Kyle Kalinske no. and Crystal Ball just started Kyle, Crystal, and Friends. I like it. Yep. Right, very nice. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a, we have sponsors. This is really, really good news. I just want to let everyone know. We, we've like gone a year without having legitimate sponsors for the show, and this means that we can do a lot more awesome stuff. So without further ado, before we get into the show, let me give a shout out to today's sponsor. It is Biotrust. This is a collagen supplement that I'm dropping on the table, and it is Ageless Multibiotrust. You can check it out over at StrongerBonesAndLife.com, and I'll just tell you a little bit about this. It's for skin, muscles, joints. There's a, uh, it's an amount of research if you, if you look into it. So for me, um, look, I'm a 34-year-old skateboarder, and that doesn't really mesh well. Like, I'm an old man in the skateboarding world. But so I, I legitimately want to stay healthy. And so, you know, I take, I take the stuff, I put it in my smoothies and it's good for your collagen, your, your joints, your skin, skin elasticity, muscle development, all of that, all that great stuff. There's actually some really cool stuff here. So again, check out strongerbonesandlife.com. 51% off if you go right now. And they actually make a donation apparently. So I have all the fancy little talking points they tell me to read. I'll read some of them. They say for every order today, they're going to donate a nutritious meal to a hungry child in your honor through their partnership with nokidhungry.org. To date, Biotrust has provided over 4.4 million meals to hungry kids. So please help. Biotrust hit the goal of 5 million this year. Again, strongerbonesandlife.com. But there's something else that's really cool. Uh, shipping is free. They also say free VIP live health and fitness coaching from Biotrust's team of expert nutrition and health coaches for life with every order. I mean, that alone to me sounds pretty legit. And they say free new e-report. The 14 foods for amazing skin with every order. So again, uh, I'm eternally grateful for them helping support the show. We've gone a whole year we didn't have, we, without any sponsors, and now we have uh, Biotrust helping us. And for me, I, I'm, I'm serious when I say that I skate all the time. We've got this, the skate park we're building, and I'm, I'm taking this stuff seriously because pro skateboarders, you know, a lot of them don't make it past their 20s. So I'm 34. I love skating. I'm going to keep doing it. And I think if all of you are, are you know, starting to get older and you want to take care of yourself, you can check this out. One last time, strongerbonesandlife.com. Thank you again to them. But let's let's uh, jump to the big breaking news, everybody. From the Daily Mail, white cop who shot Jacob Blake seven times in front of his kids will not face charges. Kenosha brings in National Guard and braces for unrest as DA refuses to prosecute officer who left black man paralyzed. On Tuesday, the Kenosha County District Attorney Michael Gra- uh, Gravely said his office will not file charges against the white police officer, Rustin Shesky. Shesky was the officer who shot Jacob Blake. Uh, this is really interesting. Daily Mail just has to put black man Jacob Blake seven times, leaving him paralyzed on August 23rd. Shesky has responded to a, uh, had responded to a call about a domestic incident and opened fire as Blake was getting into his SUV, whereas three young children watched in Kenosha, Wisconsin. I also want to point out that, didn't did, did they say he was reaching for a knife or he had a knife? Jacob yes. Blake did? Everyone's nodding yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. He said it is incontrovertible here we go it is incontrovertible that blake had a knife saying officers reported seeing a razor blade type knife ahead of the announcement wisconsin mobilized the national guard kenosha declared a state of emergency blake's lawyers condemned the decision saying this sends the wrong message to police officers throughout the country it says it is okay for police to abuse their power and recklessly shoot their weapons now while this is happening we also have news coming out of npr that kyle rittenhouse is pleading not guilty to all charges. For those that aren't familiar, 
Kyle Rittenhouse is the young man who showed up to the riots that that ignited because of the Jacob Blake incident. And long story short, is clear cut self-defense as far as I'm concerned. The, the I mean, you even have some leftists who brought it up and got really roasted for Destiny in particular. This is a kid, Kyle Rittenhouse. Um, he was working in Wisconsin. Someone in Wisconsin had given him weapon. Probably a bad idea. Kid probably shouldn't have been there. But we had several witnesses on the show who told us what happened. These are journalists who were there on the ground, like Richie McGinnis, who actually rendered aid to one of the guys who got shot and died. And I mean, they, multiple witnesses told us the rioters were pushing a flaming dumpster to a gas station and Kyle Rittenhouse took a fire extinguisher. And I'm sorry, I, Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse is seen running with a fire extinguisher. But there's videos of him and other people putting fires out. This triggered the rioters. They got really mad. They chased after him, attacked him. And then someone else fired a gun into the air in the direct uh, or uh, some say it's in the air. Others say it was in the direction of Rittenhouse and the guy chasing him. Uh, this guy, I think his name was Rosenbaum, who, one of the guys who died. And then Rittenhouse, hearing the gunshot, turned around, and that's when the dude swung at him, and he fired. He runs. As far as I'm concerned, it looks like self-defense. The crazy thing is the left is saying outright, no way, he's, he's, you know, he's a terrorist and a mass shooter and all this crazy stuff, but it's really worrying to me when you have situations like this, low-information individuals who don't watch the videos or just don't care. Take that into consideration now as they're saying this cop is not being charged. I'll open up to the panel. Gentlemen, yeah. uh, is the right a coming? Duh. <laughs> I mean, is the, is the sky blue? I mean, it's, I mean, right now we're getting the reports of the mayor asking everyone to be peaceful. We're getting reports of the Blake family and supporters already marching through the city. Who knows wow. how it's going to turn out? Uh, but as you were mentioning with the Kyle situation, Kyle's legal team actually released their version of events, their video, their photos of what happened to them. And the depictions were almost completely opposite of what the mainstream media was depicting and telling us was happening. So again, based on, you know, both of the two stories, look at both of them, make up your own decision. But also in this story, like you were reading it, you see race being weaponized by the mainstream media and you always see white man, black man. But, you know, this is only particularly in this instance. But when it comes to other instances, when they can't weaponize it, they can't use it to divide and conquer people. They can't use it to put fuel on the fire. They don't mention it. I think I think our media has a vestigial or some kind of sickness. Yeah, ill intent. Well, no, 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 look, yeah. look, like there was a reason why you would write about a white man attacking a black man, because we had serious racism in American history. We had like the civil rights era, but we're we're well past that era. I'm not going to say everything's perfect. But certainly we've done we've made great strides. And now we have this problem where the media still wants to highlight the race of the of the of the people, even though that's not what caused any of this. There's a police officer getting a report of a woman who had just been assaulted in her bed by this man who then reached for a knife, which even the even the, the court was saying incontrovertible. The dude had a weapon. They recovered the weapon. He said he had a weapon. And the cops had dropped it several times. And the dude, Jacob Blake, didn't listen. He was actually fighting the cops. They got to make it about race, though. Could you imagine what would happen if our laws were just like, it doesn't matter if you're innocent or guilty, it matters what your race is? Because that's part of what we're looking at, too. Now, I don't want to derail too much, but I don't know if you guys saw the CDC was advising to give the vaccine based on race. Now, I'm supposed to be convinced that Medicare for all is the appropriate way to go. The government should be in control of healthcare when you're telling mm. me they're going to give on race. That's creepy stuff, man. It's creepy. But now you've got people. I don't, I don't know. Let me ask you guys. I think it's obvious to a lot of people, it seems probably like a redundant question, but the left rioting and protesting in a situation like this, ignorance, exploitation, both? Both. 
Absolutely. Absolutely both. And, and, uh, our, you know, democratic presidential candidates, uh, they totally took advantage of it. They kept saying, Oh, well, you know, Oh, we're so proud of Jacob Blake. Like really proud, proud of him. That's, that's great. That's you know, creepy. Not thing. a criminal. You I know, gotta, this is a family friendly show, yeah. but the things he was doing to that woman, I can't say. No, when, when he was and, pinning her down and I can't repeat. What assault. she, what, yeah, I mean, like well, assault is assault. Yes. Yeah, well, I'm, but we got to keep it family friendly. Right. And we're going into details on that stuff. We'll get demonetized. We'll get deranked. It was serious stuff. Where was the Me Too movement? Mm-hmm. This dude was, was, was wanted for abusing a woman, pinning her down in her bed. And the cops were trying to stop him. And he fought with them. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine any other scenario? What would happen if those cops died? Would there be riots for them? Huh. No. 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 Not in that situation. So what do you what do you do? What, what actually? What's what's so, what are we supposed to do as a, as a society when you have something like the Me Too movement demanding that these men be held accountable? Right. But when the cops actually come to hold them accountable, they blame the cops. I mean, believe all women. I mean, like who who called nine one one? Right. Well, it was a it was you know the the mother who is an African American woman. So you'd think that you know just on the intersectionality pyramid that you know she's black and she's a woman and hey you know you have to believe her even more yeah right but instead but instead like oh no this you know this man was was uh you know shot with a gun and you know and it's it's yeah and and everybody just took advantage of it like how how you know kamala was meeting with his family and meeting with him on bedside it's like for what? Like, what did he? Do? This guy's not a hero. Low information yeah. voters, man. And I'm very happy you brought up Kamala, uh, Kamala or Kamala. I don't how know how to hell you. say her name. <laughs> Sorry, I'm already I'm, arrest me. Throw me in jail. Throw me in the gulag, please. I made a big misnomer here. Yeah. But it's funny you bring her up because specifically, also talking about believe all women, she's the one that went after Joe Biden very hard against the allegations against him and and other women, and now she's also blinded mm. to it. It, it. The people who are adding fuel to the fire are filled with so much hypocrisy. The only constant is Joe Biden, who previously was for segregation, also kind of pushing for segregation <laughs> issues right. right now in our modern day and age. Sure. He never changed. Uh, he never changed. So that's the only consistency that we have here with the establishment. And of course, the mainstream media follows and, and, and regurgitates everything they say. Has it always been this bad? Probably. That the, uh, no. You know, no. It was I think probably no. way worse before. So there no, was, it, I think it's 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 the rhetoric has been there. It's just that social media and, you know, a hundred thousand cable channels and YouTube channels just amplify it. So it just yeah. seems louder. It seems like it's a bigger thing, but like, um, there was a, there was a John Wayne interview from years past. And he was basically saying that, the, that the left are the, they're the loudest voices. And if you don't listen to them, if you don't agree with their ideology, that you're wrong and that you're like a bad person and that they just keep driving it home that, that you need, if you don't believe in this, you're wrong and you're bad. You have to believe in this, which is the, the right way and the only way. And that was back in the seventies when yeah. he said that. So this is it's always been the way. Yeah. There was, there was a story from NPR where they said 40% of like, People believe ridiculous conspiracy theories. And I noticed something really interesting. NPR separates what they called incorrect statements from correct statements. Mm -hmm. And then you see that among the incorrect statements, more people believe them versus the correct statements. But there is one big differentiate. One one thing that differentiates the two was timeliness. 
people believe the conspiracies if it's new, if it's in the recent history, and they believe overwhelmingly the mainstream narrative if it was long since passed, right? So one of the questions was like, was was Barack Obama born in America? Most people like 75% said yes, and then like 20% said not sure. Smaller percentage said no. But that's because that was back 2008, well before social media. What I and, and, the, and, and the advent of big VC funded blogs. Take a look at Wikipedia right now. And I think this is a perfect example. You go to any conservatives uh, Wikipedia and it is an aggregation of negative opinions from left wing activists. That's not a biography of somebody. Like if I really wanted to know, say, who, who like Jack Posobiec was, I don't need to hear that you think he's far right, alt right you know, ultra right, you know, uh, nationalist and all of these other opinions you have about him that they're like, you get a whole paragraph where like it's been disputed as to what he personally believes. You get the guy on record saying what he believes, but they'll put into Wikipedia all of their opinions about him. They're as negative as possible because what's happened now is we've got millions of different websites and they all just repeat everything that gets the clicks. So Kamala Harris doesn't care if Jacob Blake was sexually abusing this woman. Right. No yeah. one's going to find out because they're yeah. not going to read the news. Well, they either slander or also disappear you just like they did with Chris Martinson, just like they did with me personally. But also another thing that I wanted to bring up here, when segregationists were making the arguments that people should stay, uh, you know, uh, stay apart because of their race. One of the things they used to do is they used to highlight certain events and also do what the mainstream media is doing now and highlight the race of a specific uh, attacker, the race of a specific victim, and use that as propaganda in order to galvanize people to be for segregation. And then when we see this weaponized in so many instances, it's it's so weird seeing that being the major highlight, rather than the actual discussion of what actually happened, who was actually right, what is the evidence, can we make up our mind here when we first are able to actually see what happened, rather than jump into conclusions and being kind of radicalized as the internet, as social media as the algorithms as the timelines as the as everything that the big tech monopolies shove down your throat are showing you as it is so here's a really good example of like how screwed up everything is and why you end up with these imbalanced riot type situations was the leaked phone call with trump you mm -hmm. listen to it Andrew? oh yeah the four minutes that come out trump's like i need to find eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty votes and then all the left is screaming it's worse than watergate oh, and they're throwing up on themselves and convulsing and then I'm like, well, I'd sure love to hear the full audio of the, of the phone call. And then it turns out there's a little bit of bad stuff Trump said, but for the most part, it's kind of mad. There's a little bit of bad stuff that uh, Raffensperger said, and it's kind of mad. But if you actually approach that story from a legitimate journalistic point of view, you'd say, okay, well, it's not that big of a deal that Trump said that. He was talking about the various areas where they have found or where they believe they have fraudulent votes. And he was saying, we don't need to do a hard investigation of every single accusation. We just need 11,780. But you also had statements from Brad Raffensperger, like he didn't know that Georgia even had a consent decree. That's kind of a big deal. So if you approached that and you leaked the audio of, say, Brad Raffensperger saying we, we can confirm dead voters, which he said, and we have uh, no consent decree, you could have leaked that portion and been like, whoa, whoa, mm -hmm. oh, crazy. But the Washington Post, which is supposed to be mainstream media, ignored the things that Raffensperger was saying that were questionable. And only presented the things that they could take to make Trump look bad. And yeah. then, and then everybody reported on those four minutes. And it, exactly. it was, it was, um, it was at least a couple hours until they released the full, yes. the full hour recording. But at that point, nobody's going to be listening to that. Strategic. Yeah. And, and, and just the fact that when you go and look for that news, 
that CBS and ABC, they're all focusing on those four minutes on that one line they need to so find votes. So what's the narrative now with Jacob Blake? Because I don't want to derail too much, but in what reality is there a leftist saying it was good that Jacob, like, like th- that these, th- these cops. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He was black. That's it. Yeah, well, yeah. That's Andrew it. Yang. It's all, it all yeah. has to do with race. That's it. It, that's the lens that they're, that they, it, that, it's not that they're forced to do it. It's what they want to do. They want to look down that lens and say, it's all about race. It has, I mean, Democrats was he a criminal? That way, huh? Yeah. But I mean, when you, when you look at all, you know, when you, even, even with George Floyd, uh, was it, was it, what was it inside his body that, that killed him? You right. Know? Fentanyl. Or, right. What was it? Was it all these things that, it, uh, exas- exacerbated that? And or then you get the full, it, yeah, the full it, video it, release later on showing it was much more nuanced than right. anyone wanted to believe. But but even even after th- that was leaked, and and these cops are overcharged. I don't think they're going to see a day in prison. I agree. Yeah. Uh, but even even after that full audio was leaked, it was ignored. It was completely right. ignored. They did yeah, but not. You're talking care. about a Trump thing? No, no, no. The George Floyd body cam footage gets released. Where he's and like, put me on the ground. When he's, I'm going like, to die today. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. die today. When you're he's like, in the back okay. of the car and he's you saying, I die? can't breathe for 20 minutes while he's in the back of the car. And then yeah. he says, take me out. Put me on the ground. Right. Several times. And this is. And they did. And, but the thing is, and you're right, it's, it's much, it was much more nuanced than that. But nobody cares because. It goes against the narrative that that it was here's that, it's it's this it's this simple. The people that care are a problem for the establishment machine that just wants blind zealots to say, tell me what to do, please. It's like it reminds me of that scene from Avengers when Loki is like he tells everyone to bow and says, is this not better? Your natural state. There's that one guy who stood up and said, I won't bow to you. That's like your av- like the average people in the know who are questioning the media. But the Democrats seek out those who would just drop to their knees and say, just tell me what to do. I don't want to be involved. I'll do whatever you say. It's easier that way. So when you can take a regular person, that's why we have what the idea of the red pilling in the in the blue pilled yeah. people, because you got regular people who the, I think the Hunter Biden story is probably the best example of why nobody believes the media anymore mm-hmm. because they all, NPR said we won't waste our time on non stories. So here you got some imagine you got some 40 year old dude and he's like he's in his in his house and his you know his wife is making breakfast for the kids. And then he's like, I go to work. And then he turned, you know, he's, he's watching CNN and they're like, the Hunter Biden thinks fake news. And he goes, eh, I thought so. And now a month later, they're like, Hunter Biden, it's all true. And he's going, what? Are you, are you kidding me? A month ago, you said it was fake. Now you're saying it's yeah. true. Probably like Russian disinformation. They, they, get, they, they hear it's fake. It's gone. And then, then a month later comes out. It was true. And they're like, what was true? What is that? that I don't even remember what they're talking about. Yeah. Something yeah. about Hunter. Who's or, Hunter? or it's just that not everybody watches. cousin's son or something. They don't, they don't watch all the news all the time. But I have to imagine there's a lot of people who wake up when they see this and they say, I care about what's going on. I care about why my checks are, are, you know, smaller. Mm-hmm. I care about why my, you know, uh, property value is, is like going through the roof is inflating in certain areas and why certain goods are really expensive at the store now. And they turn to the news and look for answers and you don't get it anymore. No, not on the news. Not no. on that crap. It's like right. that, that same corporate is that they got, they, they got, they, they talk like this. They have that same and coming up and it's like, dee, 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 and then it shows the grass. It's like, there's a comfort. Even to Tucker it. Carlson, yeah. even Tucker Regular. Carlson has that like, He's not the same as the way, you know, news people talk, but he has his TV style presentation 
which is I always just find it weird. The, Normal. Um, who is it? Rachel Maddow sounds like Chris uh, Hayes. They sound alike when they talk. It's and they look weird, the same, like the same style. Media sound. Yeah, hairs no. and glasses. Well, people don't realize they're <laughs> reading a script. What matters is who's writing the script. And many times we see many big organizations just regurgitate press releases. They do it for smaller companies. They do it for special interests. So what makes you think? They're not doing it for bigger interests, for bigger powers out there that benefit off of people fighting each other, rather than, of course, looking at the real problems, the real injustices, the real things that actually go out there and touch them in the average day and life of a human being. Those issues are usually just scrapped to the side. Meanwhile, hey, look, it's black man, white man. Whoa. Do you think let's, it, well, well, let's, uh, let's take this opportunity to, to get, a little, get a little political here. Do you guys hear the Freedom story? No. <laughs> Freedom. You go, oh, here we go. You guys ready for this? You didn't, you didn't hear this one, Ian? No. Just going nuts so right now. Fox News. Kamala Harris repeatedly told Freedom story, now facing plagiarism accusations. I won't waste your time, friends. I'll give you the simple version before reading this. She apparently <laughs> did an interview where she said she was at like a civil rights march when she was a toddler in a, in, a, in a stroller and fell down. And then her mom saw her fussing and said, what do you want? And she goes, Freedom. Yes. And then everyone clapped. That happened. And then apparently this is plagiarized off of a Martin Luther King Jr. story where he said he saw a little girl at a civil rights march giving, you know, fuss and a white cop said, you know, what do you want? And she goes, feed them. So I actually I, look, if you told me a little kid yelled something they heard their parents yell and they struggled to say it properly, I believe it. Well, I do. I want to know. But, but, but Kamala Harris. That's she said. She, I remember I was a, I was one year old and I was in a stroller and I yelled freedom. Sure you did. See, I want to know if um, she actually remembered it, right? Like she or, actually thought it was her, or or like if if yeah. see, there's three there's three scenarios here. Uh, either she completely plagiarized Martin Luther King, which is possible. That's the most likely scenario. The second is that she remembered saying that or her parents told, told her, her yeah. that that's that's what also, happened look, and either it happened or they read the 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 article and then they just kind of i have i have some ideas but let me read this <laughs> so fox news reports kamala harris had previously told the anecdote about her younger self crying out for freedom that's w f e e d o m which has sparked accusations of plagiarism in her books quote my mother used to laugh when she told the story about a time i was fussing as a toddler she leaned down to me and asked, Kamala, what's wrong? What do you want? And I wailed back, freedom, Harris wrote in her 2010 book, Smart on Crime. Okay. Harris also detailed her younger self demanding freedom in her 2019 book, The Truths We Told. Apparently appropriated an anecdote. I have amazing, right? <laughs> an anecdote first told by civil rights icon Martin Luther King Jr. when she was interviewed by Elle magazine for a feature that was published October at the height of the 2020 presidential race. Harris has repeatedly boasted of her parents' involvement in the civil rights movement of the 1960s. In the L interview, she recalled accompanying them to marches as a toddler. Here we go. Here's the story. Senator Kamala Harris started her life, life work young. Writer Ashley C. Ford let off the piece. She laughs from her gut the way you would with family as she remembers being wheeled through an Oakland, California civil rights march in a stroller with no straps with her parents and uncle. At some point, she fell from the stroller and the adults caught up in the rapture of the protest just kept marching. By the time they noticed little Kamala was gone and doubled back, she was understandably upset. My mother tells the story about how I'm fussing, Harris told the magazine. And she's like, baby, what do you want? What do you need? And I just looked at her and I said, freedom. After the interview resurfaced Monday, Twitter user Engels Freddy and Andre Domis, contributing editor of the Canadian publication McLean's, noted that Harris's story resembled one told by King in 1965 interview published in Playboy. 
Maybe Kamala Harris is trying to make it seem like he was talking about her. Like Martin Luther King Jr. was yeah, telling a sure. story that was about her. I'm going to err on Kamala's side on this one because I think a lot of people in the 60s wanted freedom and a lot of <laughs> kid, people said that around their kids, so the kids just repeated them. Yeah, well. So, um, so I, um, I think that at this point, we, can ha- we have to say that we know two things for sure. One, nobody read Kamala Harris's books. Right, for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Because given. otherwise, this would have been amazing oppo research for any Democrat. <laughs> it would have come out a long time ago. It would have come out a long time ago. It was 2010 she wrote this. Yeah. The book no, was 2010. Nobody no read those read books. Yeah. Did you read those books? I no, didn't. I didn't know they existed. <laughs> and, and, also, and also, I'll point out, the one thing I can say is factually true, but is framed not so well, I is when the writer says she laughs from her gut the way you would with family. Uh. Yes, Kamala Harrell laughs at inoper- like in- in- inappropriate moments. Like there was one where she was being called out. I can't remember why. I think I think she was being called out for <laughs> criticizing Biden as racist. And she's like, <laughs> and then she just stops and she's just staring, smiling like this weird grin. And it's like, <sighs> stop laughing. This is inappropriate. Yeah. Not the time. But she laughs. It's weird. Or when she and- was confronted about supporting Biden when she was viciously attacking him before. Same it thing. Okay. It was a debate. It was no, a no, debate. Yeah. <laughs> but but she also in that interview, it was the one like right after they they were officially nominated, she said, It's a distraction. Like, no, it's a thing that happened. Yeah. You wanna you wanna <laughs> talk about the thing that happened or you wanna just write it off? Did somebody tell Kamala Harris and Hillary Clinton? If you're ever asked a question, just laugh for no reason. Because yes. they both would do it. I, I'm, I, no, I'm they're, bought, oh, yeah. they're bought off and they're nervous. I don't know about that. I think, you know, look, I'll tell you why maybe Kamala Harris said this freedom story. She, <laughs> she's got narcissist. I think she's a narcissist. I think she's an arrogant authoritarian narcissist. And when she, like, look, look at, look at uh, Joe Biden's plagiarized how much? Oh, so no, a lot. It's, not, it's no yes. surprise to me. Even Build Back Better is not his. Isn't that hilarious? Right. Yeah. Nope. This is, this is <laughs> well. original for Kamala. And I really want to say this because this is something that I just discovered. So the last civil rights march was in 1963. Kamala Harris was born in 1964. If you'll recall her details about being in college and listening to who was it? Tupac? Tupac, no, yeah. Snoop, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg wait, she was wait, listening to. Wait, wait, Tupac you you, you, is the last surviving rapper that she likes. You said the last civil rights march was 1963? This would be before she was born. Yes, wait, 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 this so, is my But point. Like, what was that civil rights march? Um, I I think that was the march on... Damn, it died with the king. I think it was uh, Martin Luther when King did, When did Jr. Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah, die? I think it was 63. 63? No, no, no. Could he, it have been? No, did, uh, he didn't die the same year that JFK died. No, he was like 68, I think. I might be... Hey, that's a good story. Yeah. There, there, were, there story? were civil rights protests happening forever. I mean, sure. I, I know she's trying to make it seem like it was the civil rights movement. Right. But there were a bunch of, you know, there's always protests for something. But why do you tell that story? You And and re- repeatedly so because, you, because you want to, because you're narcissistic, obviously, but you also want to say, you know, I've been... Yeah. You know, I, when I knew I, as a child that I wanted to that I wanted to fight for I civil rights. Well, whether it's Listen. Brian Williams, <laughs> Hillary Clinton, they always lie about so many different events, yeah. so many different things. And building on on top of what Biden. you were saying specifically, yeah. she was described as a ruthlessly evil human being when she was a prosecutor in California. Mm-hmm. I mean, the stories that come out of her knowing mm-hmm. people are innocent, ruining people's lives knowingly just to get ahead. She will do anything 
to get ahead, literally and, and she, figuratively. She was keeping people in prison beyond their parole to use them as cheap labor to put yeah. out fires, no less. Yeah. Now, I remember when I was three years old and I ran into a burning building to save a bunch of puppies because mm-hmm. it's just what a hero does. And I can't believe Kamala Harris would ever say something so so uh, egregious and exaggerated. Or another thing that people, everyone clapped, yeah. by the way. Another thing that you people, got the Presidential uh, Medal of Freedom. I did, yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> another thing people need to realize is that prosecutors are rewarded when they have a high win case That's and insane. not many loss cases. I mean, this sense. is a totally horrible system. Bill Hicks had this skit about marketers and what they should do to themselves. I think that should oh, yeah. be definitely translated. You can't to, say it though. And I'm not saying it. I'm just saying uh, he had a. <laughs> point maybe maybe it could be brought over to some prosecutors but that's the but system that was, by the way that was bill hicks right yeah it was before he started infowars uh yeah before <laughs> before the male vitality yes no? okay um but when we look at the prosecutor system here there is something that does deserve to have a legitimate conversation we do deserve to talk about these issues because there are injustices just like with kamala harris when she was prosecutors there are problems within our legal system that do need to be addressed that some of these protesters want to change but they don't understand their movement is being hijacked by those individuals that literally make the system as bad as it is two plagiarists joe biden it's like i I, you know one of my favorite memes is it's like 50 years in congress and it's a picture of like you know biden and it's like how long has 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 kamala been in like 10 or so it's like you got you got uh, Schumer, 2016. You got, you, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's oh, as a senator, you've got uh, uh, you've got Nadler, Schumer, you've got Pelosi and Biden, and it's like decades in Congress. Now's the time they're going to fix everything. Yeah. Everything else was just a dry run. All right, they were just they were there getting you know practicing a little bit, sharpening their their axe before they were getting ready for that you know timbering. Now, now is the time. Finally. Uh, so that's the why planets have aligned. You just don't get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's, <laughs> it's just the not time. The right it's just the right moment. It's it's our. Moment. I feel like when Atlantis got flooded. Sorry, this is a bit of a segue, but I'm bringing it back. <laughs> you I'm don't it back. say the entire world <laughs> got like wiped out and reset. Okay, before Atlantis got flooded, Atlantis was the giant kingdom that ruled the Earth. Apparently, they had circumnavigated the globe. There was like a assuming Atlantis is real, and yeah, Northwest Mauritania. You know, Atlas, the king of Atlanta of Mauritania. Um. Well, Joe Biden's do we that need, old, we could just ask him. Do, do we need yeah. another reset like that for this system? Because I want to change it. Wait, I want to get these on. politicians Ian. out of there. Ian, are you, no. saying, are you saying Noah get the boat? Well, <laughs> That's what I, I don't know. I don't know. Can we fix this human system without something like that happening again? I don't know. You know, to be honest, th- that's why the people want to push the Great Reset. Yeah, it sounds like a Great Reset. The Great Reset people are like, how do you stop everyone just kind of eating themselves to death and mass producing garbage? So the problem is whenever you have someone who believes they're morally right, they know everything, and thus you need to purge or erase or do something to other people. It never works out right. And why should I trust these people who are claiming all this bad stuff's happening and we need to make these changes? Like, so if you came to me and said, maybe we should have some kind of hard reset, I'm like, I, I don't trust one person to make that decision. Well, how do so we what do you do? How, get all those people out of office, first of all? Nadler, Schumer, Pelosi, these crazy there was Mitch a, McConnell, 40 year old. There, there is a famous uh, uh, philosopher who had, uh, I think, some really great ideas. He was a French philosopher. His name was, uh, what was it? It was uh, Robespierre. Uh, yeah, Ro- yeah, Robespierre, that guy. Yeah. that guy. I've been studying the French Revolution heavily in the last few days. And, so for those uh, that don't know... Uh, the, so the Nazi Revolution, you, you got, Do you know it. who Robespierre is? 
Isn't he a rapper? No. <laughs> no. But there should <laughs> be one called Robespierre. So, so uh, if, you, if you don't know much about the French Revolution, he was the guy who went nuts and was just like, you, you know, you know, uh, remember, you ever see the episode of Simpsons where Mr. Burns says, sings, see my vest, and he's singing about all the animal parts he has for his clothes and he's dancing, he's really happy. Replace animal clothes with beheading random people. And that was Robespierre dancing around, singing in the French Revolution. And then finally, when people realize like, yo, this guy's kind of killing too many people, they were like, they killed him to stop he it was all. Like, They're like, oh, this guy needs to they die. They blew his jaw off and let him rot, like lay there for three days and suffer to die. It was wow. horrible the way they hated him. I he was, was kidding cool. about him having good ideas. He was this was young, really lo- lovable lawyer. I think he was a lawyer. And he all he wanted was freedom and democracy for the people. People loved him at first. And he was such a good guy. And he went crazy from the power. When just he, killing people like crazy. I think people just didn't realize he was a lawyer. And then when they found out, <laughs> then they were like, this guy's got to go. <laughs> like, wait, he's a lawyer too? <laughs> so like, I could see if we, th- there's a danger of becoming that guy. Yeah, there's a, of, tr- of being like, we got to get rid of all that so that we can do something new. And so that Yeah, but you know what, you know what the, re- the scary reality is for zealots, it's true. Robespierre wanted something that couldn't exist so long as people opposed him. So he said, kill those who oppose me. And then they killed him because he was killing too many people. But with any any one of these authoritarians or these despots, people like Kamala Harris, for instance, they have to get rid of those that are obstructing them. And they have no morals. They have no ethics. They'll say whatever, do whatever, and they'll take power. And then they'll laugh on camera when asked about it for Mm -hmm. no reason. You have to wonder why they're laughing. It's kind of weird. But a lot of it has to do with, fine, like, like. We're smart people. We know that these people are useless and so they're, you they're liars. And, okay. <laughs> but, but then you look at somebody like, say, Maxine Waters, Congresswoman Maxine Waters, who is elected year after year after year. What has she done for, for her district? Nothing. Nothing at all. And she's anti-Maxine. And people are like, oh, we love her. Like, why? What has she done for you? <laughs> Nothing. It's the same. It's the same thing with AOC. She she had this list of accomp of accomplishments. Like, well, I had a bunch of town halls and and I and I had like six amendments and and I and I introduced a whole bunch of bills that didn't even see the house floor. But but you know, it really, I was doing really important work. It's like no, you weren't. You know, you I weren't would, doing you, anything. You know what I would do if I got elected to Congress? <laughs> I would just disrupt like crazy. Tiny gavel. It would just be yeah, tiny gavel banging it nonstop, screaming <laughs> during sessions. They'd have to remove me. Filibuster nonstop. Yeah, just put everything. On some, put on some diapers. Dude, dude I would I would <laughs> sleep all day so that I could filibuster all night. I they, would, they, they'd no. have a bill where like we would like to read them a post office, and I'd be like, I'd like to sit here and read the entire fifty five hundred omnibus uh, omnibus needs, bill yeah. before we move forward. It's my time. I would park my RV right outside Congress and just show up in my bathrobe <laughs> yeah. and just no. There's dress code. Is there really? Yeah, there's. I'd get kicked out in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, all, isn't there a congresswoman that was just elected that is also planning on bringing a fire? Lauren Bobert. Yeah, there's a so, freaking dress right. code, dude. There's a dress code, and and so Bobert uh, wants to bring her concealed lock, but you can't. There's an exception where members of Congress can can bring an unloaded uh, weapon in a case to their office, but you can't bring it into the chamber. And uh, I see this I, house I, I rules object. changing in two years. You know what? You know what's, you know what's kind of crazy though is the uh, uh, so right now we have this big uh, protest coming to D.C. and Trump supporters. You know what they're posting on forums? They said they're advocating for bringing weapons to the event. Because they said the worst case scenario is you gain legal standing in a constitutional lawsuit against D.C. for infringing on the right to bear oh, arms. Wow. That is a bold statement. That's a uh, seriously bold statement. Yeah. But that's like the, 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 the rhetoric coming from a lot of people who are showing up in D.C. is 
No joke. Yeah. So so let's do this. Let me. Uh, we'll give you the big update here. Uh, this is the news story. I want I want you to see this. This is the AP's official report. That's it. It's one sentence repeated twice from the AP. Judge bans Proud Boys leader from nation's capital after arrest on vandalism and weapons charges. And then it says that that's the title. And then it says Washington AP. Judge bans Proud Boys leader from nation's capital after arrest on vandalism and weapons charges. That's, that's the whole story. Article. Wonderful. Some pretty deep reporting, AP. Yeah. But so the other thing he got arrested, uh, Enrique, so he arrives in D.C. We talked about it yesterday. He had two high capacity magazines on him, not even weapons. D.C.'s laws are so strict. You can't even have that. You can't even, you can't have ammo. Mm. So we got a misdemeanor charge for that. But I think, you know, with, with a lot of these, some of these supporters saying that they want to, you know, come bringing weapons, we'll see if people actually show up. I don't, I don't know if there was that many people there today, but tomorrow is supposed to be the big day. Today was just like a, a preliminary event, but I think it'll get particularly interesting. But I wonder if, you know, there's going to be, I guess, the political willpower among Trump supporters to actually go and do anything that might change really anything, I suppose. Well, I don't think they can. I think it's just more, more of a, you know, a rah rah. We're showing our spirit and support kind of thing because they pr- protests. I, I look. I, I I get that it's part of a you know just trying to keep morale up. You know, but I generally dislike protests. Me too. On on any side, yeah. I I think they're I think for the most part they're useless. And 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 you know you want to you want to go down to DC tomorrow. Be my guest. I'm not saying don't do it. Uh, you, you'll be around a bunch of people that you know, you're are, are like-minded and it'll be great and you'll have a fun time. Is it going to do anything? No, absolutely this is, not. This is why Louis Gohmert <laughs> said the, the message basically from the Supreme Court was that conservatives need to be as violent as Antifa and Black Lives Matter. See, that's, I see what, he, I, I, I get what he's saying. I don't agree with it, but I, I but you, the, the fact is that, that Antifa and, and all these groups are not being maligned by the media. Right. So but, so then you can say, well, hey, we're we're doing the same thing as Antifa. They're not catching yeah. any flack. You're only going after us because we're conservatives. We're Republicans. And that's I mean, that's what's going to happen. How many Antifa people have been, you know, snatched up as soon as they enter then barred from D.C.? That's the crazy thing about this. Does a judge have a right to kick you out of a city? That's that's kind of nuts. Do you think that this is something that will, you know, uh, There'll be some kind of lawsuit down the line. Do you think that that's something that could happen? I don't happen? know. You know, I got to be honest. Start me and the, just kind of. The, the really hardcore Trump supporters get mad when I say stuff like this because it's true. And I guess they don't want to hear it. And it's that conservative. Like, look, look you, you voted for Trump. Andrew? Passed. No, no, I did. Of course. All I right. Did. right. Yes. But, but <laughs> you're not going to go protest. You don't like to protest. Right. And I'm not saying this is disparagingly. It's just I think most of the people who recognize what's going on don't want to go out screaming, smashing, burning, destroying. Right. And Trump supporters don't do that. Exactly. They don't. And so Antifa does, and Antifa wins. And then the police protect them. Not always, but often. Even when when they do get arrested, the district district attorneys cut them loose. Conservatives won't, they don't go out, they don't get active, they're not loud, and thus they're not paid attention to. And it's another reason why a lot of people in media are scared of them and will will not cover this stuff. Because they know they'll get attacked. But also, if look at what happened to Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, they'll, they'll you know when, yep. when they when they are defending when they when they go and defend when they try to make a difference when they try to push back, then they get totally screwed. And then then so oh what my if, god, what if ten million people showed up in D.C. and said enough? You'd make a change. 
what are they going to burn down? The Trump Hotel? I'm, burn anything. You know? I'm just saying <laughs> if they actually shut up in mass, which they don't do that either. They need a well, piece, it, they depends, need like a it depends also how much institutional support you have because, you know, when we see protests, sometimes they do make a difference, sometimes they don't. When it came to the Iraq war, we saw some of the biggest protests in the United States and it absolutely didn't do anything. And now another yeah. thing to really consider here is a lot of leftist and a lot of left uh, kind of thinking leaders are always making the argument that you need to riot. You need to burn down businesses. You need to be violent because when you do, you are heard. And there are examples that they specifically point to saying that there was injustices. We protested. We peacefully marched. Nothing happened. This is what the left says. This is not what I'm saying. Right. Uh, but they're saying, but when we did riot, we finally did get the national media attention. We finally did get everyone watching us. We finally did get change because we put our words to action and actually made something that made people look at us and watch and actually do something. That's the argument that the lefts are making that, that should be somewhat kind of considered here than talked about, honestly. Listen, well, instead of a, I'm, I'm sorry, Tim, instead of a protest, you can have a movement like the Tea Party movement, which is something that made a difference. It was that was a th that was a thing that that actually changed. We, you know, we took back we took back the Senate, essentially. I mean, we took uh, back we took any back real Congress. life change, though. Well, because like, but we're not burning down buildings. You well, know? no, no, I, I, I'm not <laughs> advocating. Not, for, not I'm not advocating. Be, yeah, not yeah, everything yeah. has to be the French Revolution. No, I'm not advocating know? for it. But we're, but we're, we need to kind of lay out their kind of philosophy and their actions to understand it. And and it's, I think there's some you know fair points that they bring up. I kind of think this is like the new form of protest on the internet. Like Tim making a video, you protest in your videos. You're free. You're like angry about something and you're protesting that thing. This is ridiculous. Look at this. And people are listening. People listen to this. I think we stopped a war in Syria in 2012 because of our internet protest. So that's why I don't go to these giant crowds where you get smunched in like a sardine. And if they fire mustard gas, you're going to choke to death or whatever. You're, you're, you're right, but it's not 20, 2012. You, you say 2016? Uh, 2012. 2016 is when it happened. You know why? Donald Trump got elected. And that's what stopped the escalation. I remember in Syria. 2011 when they were talking about. Um, we put boots on the it ground. Was 2012, 2013, when when the they said they said that he had gassed his own people, and Obama yep. was going to take us in. Yep. The red line. And there was right? something. I remember we are changing. Obama involved did, with it. I might listen. I might be wrong about that, but oh, I think you guys were no, no, real no, no, vocal about it. You're, you're right, but your ears are off. Obama did bring us in. Then people on the internet started posting memes, complaining, propping up Trump and pushing for Trump. Trump wins. And then Trump immediately it says, I don't want to do this. What I'm thinking of is before Trump. It was an not Obama. Perfectly. And Obama decided we're not going in. Obama put soldiers in Syria, period. But it happened. Yeah. But no one we, stopped. It wasn't him. a full invasion like Iraq and uh, well, they were planning to Libya. Uh, to, to do the same thing that they did in Libya and right. Syria. And there was a, a, a lot of extensive pushback, but also there was a lot of protest. I mean, I, I, you know, I was a part of like filming a lot of people and their voices. And it was in a time and period where the internet wasn't fully censored yet. So those voices were extremely popular. But we also have to remember it was also Russian warships that literally went in front of American warships right next to Syria and said, you do this, we are going to have a bigger conflict and a bigger fight here. Now, the topic of protest, it's a very interesting one. You could point to examples where it didn't do jack squat. You could point to examples where it did do something like in Poland with the Solidarność uh, movement, where people, you know, peacefully protested, they petitioned, and they also just had a worker strike, and that, that just, helped that, make a big difference. That well, that's, that's a bigger movement, thing, right? too. That, that, okay. that was the solidarity, I mean, solidarity, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. Polish. And that brought people together against the communist government that was ruling their lives and being very unjust so it, it 
so there are instances where it works and it doesn't work. Uh, so so we need to understand I mean, we can't just see it as black and white. But you're talking about you're talking about uh, I'm talking about protests, right? Protests. But, yeah. but then we talk about you know we're, then you mix in worker strikes and then yeah. you know it's it's a bigger well, it's part yeah, of a farmer strike. Let me, let, me, let me ask you a question though. Yes. If a million Trump supporters showed up in D.C. tomorrow uh-huh. and blocked all the roads. How could a joint session of Congress even happen to count any votes? Maybe they're all in D.C. already. I don't know. I well, mean, he, I, I, maybe it can't. I don't know. I'm just imagining, you know, I think, what did Alex Jones say? 10 million people or some like ridiculous number? Did he say 10? Uh, I don't remember exactly, but they're, the legal amount that they're allowed to have is 30,000. At well, event? see, the, for, at the protest tomorrow. Well, forget but, about the no. legal amount. Yeah, then, yeah. Right. then that's when you want to go, well, you know, what are they going to do? Exactly. You know, well, what send if, in the National Guard. They can't do that. What if so many people show up that they're just the roads are blocked, like even not even intentionally, and it obstructs the process by which D.C. is supposed to function is, you know, geez, they'll have to okay, remote well, it then, in. Well, then, what a novel concept. Then that's. You say, what else have the phone yeah. in? They'll have to remote. Yeah, they'll have to do it by remote in then the 21st how you, century. Oh, how do you, wow. But, but how do you verify the person who's voting is the real person? <clears throat> you got to gotta stream it live on oh, uh, the yeah, Skype chat. No, there's filters people use all the time to mask and, and, and do. They would do it through WebEx. And, and live. <laughs> they would vote through WebEx. Yeah, it would they, be How do you know they're not an Android in, in yeah. Congress right now? No, but but we, we do have deep fa- live filters nasty. and stuff like that. So we, we they, they, they come in and they vote in person. There's But they are doing a lot of remote voting. Anyway, the point I'm saying is. It, it, I think it's Filter. I think it's a fact that there's a certain number of people that can shut down, you know, any city. That's true. If they and, just and peacefully protested. But a, you know, a, a protest is. You're talking more about a shutdown. That's I mean, no, no. That's I'm saying. Thing. Well, here's look, a question. No, 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 hold on. Like, 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 if a million people were walking around in D.C., sho- like they shoulder to shoulder on the streets in many circumstances, not even intentionally blocking anything, they'd be in the way, making things impossible to do. I mean, it's a Wednesday. Do you think ten people are? You know, there's going to be a million people. There? No, 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 no. I'm not saying there you will know, be. I'm or just the, saying, or that there could. I'm be saying that even. a protest could have that power. A protest sure. of that size would have a, such a massive impact. But, it would really obstruct things. But it wouldn't obstruct. Yes, but would it change something? It sounds like you're saying Noah get the boat. <laughs> I mean, if if we can't deal with corruption and bloat, and I, I love. Uh, AOC just being this progressive who supports Nancy Pelosi and basically everything. It's amazing. At least like when you look at the Republicans, you have Republicans for and against Trump and it's kind of split. 12 senators supporting him and a bunch not. Right. Look at the progressives. They're like, well, you know, we will vote for Nancy Pelosi even though we hate her guts. Right. Why? <laughs> well, but we don't want Kevin McCarthy to be, you know, the, the speaker. Exactly. Of the if you if, if they know you're going to bend and just give them whatever they want, they'll never give you what you want. I'd be willing to bet Kevin McCarthy could cut a deal with the progressives. And they'd probably say better than nothing. Mm-hmm. Okay, can I can I ask you just a slightly derail you? You were on the ground for for Occupy Wall Street. Yes. Huge. Would you say that was a protest or a movement? Uh, it was a movement. OK. Yeah. Did it do anything. Uh, ultimately did it do anything it got the dnc to transfer all their funds from i think it was bank of america to amalgamated which was a union controlled bank mm-hmm. yeah which there, was a big victory for them there's there's, there's, the a, they wanted. there's a lot of people moving wow, their money from big banks to local small banks and local credit unions saw, yeah sure unions, yeah. absolutely credit unions saw a major boost so it was really damaging to big banks it really was uh when you go down and talk to all the random people and their different ideas, oh, it was it was lo- it was lovable chaos. <laughs> yes, how they had no idea at the time what they were really fighting for, but they did create certain amounts of amounts of pressure. I remember it, you you we were we were there at that Bernie Sanders book signing, right, Luke? Was it you were there? 
in DC? Uh, I believe so. Yes. And then yes, we, yes, we, yes. we were waiting in line for like, I think it was like meat or something like in a buffet. And the guy, I'm pretty sure it was you and me. And the guy was saying next to us saying that he worked for credit unions and that because of Occupy Wall Street, they saw something like $500 billion transfer from banks into credit unions. Credit unions are nonprofit banks that reinvest in their community. So when, uh, if you have, uh, when I worked for American Eagle Airlines, we had the AA credit union. So that meant that money, that profit went towards loans for, you know, employees, you know, our union members to buy stuff. There's also, uh, a, a, I'm, I'm a member of the uh, uh, Navy Federal Credit Union is, is I should, probably shouldn't say what bank I'm using, but it's an <laughs> armed service personnel. And so the money that would normally be profit for shareholders is reinvested, giving the members amazing benefits. Like with, with Navy Federal, you can travel internationally and it's like no international fees or exchange rates. It's awesome. And that's because armed service personnel frequently get deployed to various places. So that was big. That was great. That was, I think, I think I, I, I often advocated for many occupiers to see that as one of the biggest and most important victories possible, taking away economic power from big corporate banks and bring them to nonprofit community centered credit unions. Cause I would always complain these Antifa types would go and smash windows and stuff like that. Right. And I would say, what do you think happens when that $30,000 a year banker shows up for his job in the morning and there's glass all over his desk and, and, and his computer? He's going to be like, why, what did I do? I don't understand. Why did you attack me? When you show up and, and you spray paint or bolt the doors shut or whatever, I'll tell you what the most effective protest would, would be. Don't smash the window of the bank. Put on a nice pair of slacks, a nice button-up shirt. Stand out in front with some pamphlets. Smile and shake hands and give pamphlets for credit unions that reinvest in low-income communities. And then guess what? How much damage can you really do to a bank when you break a window? thousand bucks maybe? Mm -hmm. But you'll make all of the working class people there hate you. How much damage could you do if you convince just five people in one week to move their average savings to a credit union? That could be $100,000, Yeah, those banks are flimsy, man. Yeah. A few, if they lose a small percentage of their funds, they're, they go under. Yeah. People need to understand, voting with your dollar, voting your with your actions is absolutely insurmountable. It is so critically important. And I think maybe we could even just mobilize or even, uh, we should talk about this privately, put out some call to actions to actually help support local small businesses rather than, of course, the big mega corporate giants that are out there. And another thing that I wanted to bring up, because I know you're, you want someone to say to say, say you got a good picture ahead. of them go pointing ahead. at go. each other. Just go. Dave just Portnoy. Go. Yes, he started yes. doing it uh, himself. But before we get into Dave and what he's doing, uh, one of the best protests that I've seen and heard about and I've, I've seen the memes about were, of course, the protests in Japan where bus drivers who were angry at, of course, their company for not giving them the, the you know proper uh, wages, they decided to protest by, of course, continuing their job, not striking, but they didn't charge people yeah. to enter the bus. <laughs> and of course, the the bus company owners had to, of course, capitulate to their needs because they had all these people using their services. They didn't no disrupt yeah. normal life. They didn't piss anyone off. They just really made sure that they, they did something that actually had a huge ramification that was still something that everyone was happy about. Yeah, so, but you brought up a good point about fighting for small businesses. It's one of like, one of the best protest things you can do right now. Uh, Dave Portnoy of Barstool Sports started that fund where I think, how much did they raise? Like millions of dollars. 12 million last 12 year. million. 16, yeah. Wow. Last yeah. week? Super to help people whose businesses are hurting because of the lockdowns. Okay. That's now, now first, I'll say that's direct relief. It's one of the coolest things I've ever heard in a best long time. The next step is, how do we stop the politicians who are taking a dump on the Constitution and destroying people's businesses? So, you know what the answer is? Really simple. Protest. 
Uh, what will that do? Yeah. If, if people, and... <laughs> if people just uh, went about their business like there was no well, lockdown rule. Define. Oh, well, that's a good form of Nonviolent civil disobedience. Yeah. Showing up and opening your doors. And if everybody did it, there'd be no lockdown. And the cops can't do anything about it. They can just say. Just defy the order. Just if, if, if everybody, instead of going around and marching, just open the doors to their businesses and says, we're open. Then there's no lockdown. It's over. I think all of these businesses, um, I mean, you, you could uh, protest. You could protest by uh, prorating your property taxes, saying, well, look, you had me shut down for this amount of time. I'm not going to pay the taxes for for that amount of time because and then, I couldn't make any money. And then tax men show up to your door with some guns and say, I don't care. Yeah, I go through these things. Where Government I, wants its cut, baby. Well, I want well, like, to tell people <laughs> to do certain things, like to not pay tax. But I feel like that just is that is like a form of incitement, like like the, to tell people disobey the civil authority if the civil authority is is bad or evil. Well, you could. Well, what you could do, you could then they would maybe take you to court and then you could go, well, then I'm countersuing and I'm, you know, and this is the reason why. And then maybe there could be, I mean, it sounds like there's some justification to that, right? That's what the American revolution was based on. So yes, that <laughs> so is justice. I think I'm wearing the appropriate shirt for this. Discussion, I think you are. To say the least. But um, again, many things we could do, many different small actions, but again, it all comes down to people being aware of what's going on. So they actually know what actions to take. And I definitely think we need to mobilize and organize a lot more than just the kind of pontificating and thinking that we do here. And I think that might be a next step that I think we should really kind of consider. You know, the, you know, the biggest problem I think we have as freedom loving individuals, I swear it's these like whiny, uh, fence-sitting podcaster types that will talk all day and night about all the problems, yeah. won't actually organize sit anything, in their house. sit in their house, put, turn the camera on, complain about something, and then do literally nothing about it. Mm-hmm. I can just imagine some, some of these people sitting there with like their, their open button-ups and their beanies, know, complaining right? all day for a year, what and then I, literally I not even doing anything about it. What I like it. about internet video is you're turning words into action. It is something. You're creating something. You're not just talking. I mean, and, and speaking is a form of action. But when you record it and turn it into a commodity, you're creating something with your words. But you're, you're, also, you're also being an influencer. And that's, and that's a very important thing, you know, to, to help I was, people I was shape half their... Kidding, but I think there's an important point in... There's a lot of people like us who will be like, man, all these things are bad. Oh, don't look at me. I'm not going to run for office and do anything about it. I'm just upset. I don't think that the political system, I don't think we fix it from within. I think it's something new. I disagree. I disagree. Really? Yeah, I I think it can be fixed from within. The problem is people like AOC, right? She came from nothing. She came from, well, I'll say humble beginnings. Not like she was destitute or anything. She she, she was middle class. Right, right, right. right. But but she, she wasn't like, she's not wealthy. She didn't, she's not a billionaire. This is it for her. She finally broke the barrier and became somebody. You think she's going to give that up for anything? It was like, no way. Well, she's got 12 million followers on Twitter now, I think. She's not going to walk away she, from that. Even if she left political office, she'd be a superstar for the rest of her life. But this is, listen, for her, working as a bartender, and then they did, what is it, Justice Democrats did like a round of like interviewing people to see like right. who would be a great politician. They run with her. She signs on to some of these organizations as like an executive on some of these nonprofits. She she wins the primary. And because the system is completely broken, she like default becomes a congresswoman that launches her to stardom. Now, she could disrupt, obstruct and challenge the system. But whoa, whoa, she finally made it. 
She's finally somebody with followers, and this is why she's in the system, and they love her for I would it. like to have her on the show, because I want to hear her perspective on it and what, what her feelings are in disrupting the system. She's not. What are you talking about? Well, she supported Pelosi, she, and she refused to force yeah, a floor Yeah, she's vote. kind of not, and I want to know why. Because... They make excuses. Well, I just said you can't fix too. it from within, but you said you can. I want to know yeah. what the, what's the why is she not then? It's it's you fix it or from how within. Could, how could comfy. she? By getting elected and then challenging the system, refusing to support garbage bills, refusing to support people like Nancy Pelosi, regardless of party, regardless of tribe. But all of these people go in and they say, "Well, you know, it's better that the Democrats win this time than the Republicans." Well, and like, then they're and then and then it's just back and forth so with establishment gonna, elites. If you're going to fix a machine, you wouldn't like go into the machine and just stop it from working because that doesn't fix it. You have to build a new machine. I'll put it this way: you have a fax machine at your office that kind of works, and it like it it does get copies out, and they're kind of smudged and awful. And the boss is like, "Look, I don't want to deal with it. You know, it's a lot of work." So you go over and you kick it really hard, and then it starts spazzing out. He goes, "Fine, fine, I'll call a repairman." Something like that. On a moving car, but someone a repairman still. Oh, here's to a come better, in from the outside and fix the thing. Here's a better example. You've got a machine with a bunch of working parts, but all of those parts have stopped working. Save a small handful, like Rand Paul, I guess. And Tulsi Gabbard, unfortunately, she's on her way out, but she's been doing really great in these past in this past couple of months. You have very few actual working parts. You need to replace them with parts that work one by one. If you replace a substantial enough of the parts, the machine starts working again. What? What if the machine itself is doing a disservice? You throw it in the garbage. Like your machine is spitting out fireballs yeah, at your customers. Yeah, exactly. Like, what if, 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 if your Xerox machine is instead set, uh, shooting out fireballs? <laughs> you need a new Xerox machine. You do. You, you got to unplug it. You got to take it out. Yeah, yeah but with the, the fireballs. But the Xerox, the Xerox is... machine fires, it fires <laughs> uh, fireballs at you if you try to unplug it. And then police come and arrest you. Right. Yeah. So, you yeah. need to let it, let it fireball you. What were you saying, Andrew? <laughs> But AOC is not like anything that she says isn't a fireball. It's it's mostly well, no, worthless. No, no, no. The analogy mean, like, is that Congress the itself. government itself is oh, built okay. to spew we were... fireballs at people as default is interest. You know, okay. Federal Reserve interest well, bankrupt the just economy. That, like the machine is so old, ratty and broken, and the parts are all decrepit and eighty years old, and getting their haircuts at salons yeah. during lockdowns. That sparks <laughs> are flying out of it, and people are like, "This thing doesn't work." I don't care anymore. And how many? What's what's con congressional approval like? Seventeen <laughs> percent. But they, nobody wants to use this machine. We got to do something about it. But, but the there's also something. It, it comes down to power too. Uh, do you do you think the voters in the San Francisco area actually like Nancy Pelosi? No, I don't. I wouldn't say they do. But they vote for her because. And it's not just like what's the alternative, but. She's the most powerful person in the house, so let's vote for her, even I'll though we this. don't like her. You ever see the image <laughs> of the elephant tied to a tiny post? Yeah. There's like a little wooden post in the ground, and the elephant's tied to it. And it's an old, like, I don't know, parable or whatever, where somebody sees this and asks the elephant trainer. The elephant could clearly just walk away and rip that post out of the ground, but they stay here strapped to the post. Why don't they leave? And he said, when they're babies, we tie them to the post. They can't break away from it. They grow up having defeated been defeated and they can't break away by the time they're older they don't realize they're not strong enough to break free so what i mean by that is nancy pelosi wins because people are like i better vote democrat oh no yeah. it's so scary what's going to happen if the republicans get in and trump said what do you have to lose remember that what do you got vote for me what do you got to lose and i'm like that's a great point i stopped voting i look at the democratic and republican establishment we call them the uniparty people criticize them all the time trump comes in and it was something wildly different 
There were a few things I liked, and I said, okay, I'll vote for that because that's not the establishment Republicans. Now you, you think I'm gonna, I, I would ever support someone like Mitch McConnell or Lindsey Graham? Of course not. What's the difference between, I'll tell you a joke. You guys are gonna love this joke. What's the difference between Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, Nancy, uh, Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer? Nothing. No, it's <laughs> a funny joke, huh? Hilarious. No, it's kind of creepy, isn't it? Nothing. Uh, Lindsey Graham says Trump's got to fight for, you know, uh, for, for, to object and, and have these legal challenges. Then he walks down on the, on the, on the Senate floor and he fist bumps Kamala Harris and pats her on the back. Like, <laughs> they don't, they, they don't care. They're, they're not here to actually bring about change or do anything. They're like puppet figureheads who get in. It's like you, you, we, we set aside all of these resources because we want people to come into the head management office to help us run things. They walk in, they look around at all the hors d'oeuvres, they grab a few snacks, they stand there, you know, eat some food, drink some, drink some fancy wine, and then walk out the door and do nothing. No meeting ever took place. That's kind of what I feel like what's happening. Then Trump comes in and starts yelling at everybody. They start, hey, whoa, whoa, don't, don't rain on our party, dude. We're chilling. We're rich. We don't got to do any work. We pretend. We, we come out here. We talk for a few minutes. We do hearings. Nothing really gets done. And then Trump comes in, is yelling at everybody. Man, killing their buzz, dude. So they got to get rid of that. Now we're back to the uniparty. I think South Park had the best kind of analogy here uh, that I'm automatically think of thinking about what you were saying when it came between a douche and a turd sandwich. Right. And I think that's exactly what we're in. And I think as as long as people start giving their power to politicians, there's never going to be a solution. Yeah, but we the, should but never rise. Uh, we should never put anyone above ourselves. We should always be making decisions for ourselves based on information that we get that should be free and open. But that's not what's right. happening right now. You know, what the, you know what the problem is? Why? There are people who eat turd sandwiches and enjoy it. Yes, some so of them when, do. So, so no, here's, here's what the issue is. You'll get a Rand Paul, someone who actually has principles and will filibuster and, and, and fight and, and do his best, to be honest. But no one's going to vote for him. They're going to insult him. They're, they're right now, you'll get the left. It's the weirdest thing when they, when they attacked Rand Paul about over the Brianna Taylor thing when he was the one who's, who who, who he introduced wrote, the bill the Brianna Taylor the, bill just to yeah. ban no knock warrants and they were attacking him because they don't know anything and they don't care no. they want to eat the turd sandwich they love it not all of them I mean uh, no not all of them too many obviously Rand Paul gets elected because there are people who don't want to eat a turd sandwich and opted for a nice pastrami on rye but there are a lot of people well, who a little turd in there what Rand Paul? Yeah, it's, it's not perfect. Nobody's perfect. No one's perfect. There's like a little little, little piece of like a little, little dingleberry in there. You know? <laughs> but, but but regular people love the tribalism, like you were saying, like you Andrew were saying about Auntie Maxine. What has she done for anybody? But they vote for her anyway. Oh, right. Auntie Maxine, yay! Tribalism for no reason. And these people get in office, and what they're they're partying. They're do, they're probably doing tons of drugs. Now, I'm not even kidding, right? Everybody here thinks Congress. They're all doing a bunch of drugs. I would right? imagine so. Yeah. What do you think? Cocaine. <laughs> Uh, my lawyer would suggest that I not abstain. Uh, I think they're yeah. all doing tons of drugs in Congress. <laughs> sure. I do. I think they're out of their minds. Who was it? Who, we were watching TV and someone was pointing out some congressman looked like he had he had crusty nose from like doing coke or something. That's hilarious. Lindsey Graham's raging alcoholic. I don't know for sure, but man, his eyes are bloodshot. My goodness, that looks wrecked. Okay. <laughs> what? I don't know. Observation. Uh, no, I, I, I mean, I think he's just shaken. But I think know. they get in the office, they get a cushy paycheck, and they don't want to do any work. That's it. You also have the revolving door, you know, politicians. They get in for only a couple terms and they go and work for a, for a lobbying firm or something like that. Well, this is what I think is going to happen with AOC. Uh, I don't think that she's going to give up. I don't think she's just going to. She she was saying in some interview recently, I think it was Vanity Fair, maybe, uh, where she was saying that she doesn't see herself being a congressperson 
you know, for much longer. And I'm assuming that, that she wants to be a senator. I yeah. think she's definitely going to primary. Run. She's definitely going to run Schumer. for president. Yeah. No, I don't think she's going to primary Super ambitious. Schumer. I think that I think she's probably going to wait and primary Gillibrand because she's very vulnerable after her terrible, terrible showing. Yeah. Uh, in 2016, uh, as like, I don't think she ever po- polled more than like 0.7 percent. Like she was awful. Uh, so she's very vulnerable, and people don't like her. People don't necessarily like. AOC either, uh, but she has a lot of money. Uh, and I, just as a, a very rough, like I was actually looking at all of the money that she makes. AOC? Uh, yeah, like that, that she brought in for her, for Alexandria Ocasio Cortez for Congress. She, it's something like, uh, $19 million. Wow. Right. Uh, most of that money, like 90, at least like 98% is not from her district. It's yeah. from everywhere else. She's going to run for president. Yeah. She will. Oh, she she doesn't need to spend that nineteen million dollars. Right. So, and she probably even has more from other, you know, from from her. Uh, she has like another political action committee that she's probably going to keep a lot of that. Uh, but she is definitely going to run for president, and she could win uh, and keep going on this, but and not even because she's a woman. That's why I love her. I, she's not going to win I'm as not, president. I'm not obsessed with her. Oh, maybe not immediately, but I don't know if she's going to run immediately. She'll sorry, never. She will never. Uh, you can you can archive this right now. She will never be president. Why is that? Because she she hates all the the flyover states. You ever hear her talk about uh, the, the elect the electoral college where she's like, oh well, the, look at all this land. Hold, this hold, land hold, hold, votes. Hold, 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 hold on no there, Mister. Ian, but she hold, plays video games. Hold on there, Mister. When they make Puerto Rico and DC states. <laughs> <sighs> Uh huh. And get rid of the electoral college. Well, right. And, and pack that, the Supreme Court. See, this is a great AOC segue. Will be president? Mm, <laughs> no. Uh, just th- th- just accept it into your heart. President <laughs> AOC is coming in 2028. No. Um, I think she's going to run for for she's Senate she's going to run for Senate, and it's probably going to be against Gillibrand. I don't think it'll be Schumer. And Schumer's like late 60s, I think. So he's still got plenty of time. You know. Hmm. Well, Gillibrand's um, how old? She's, she's young. Like, she's like in her early fifties, I think. That's young. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> um, it's young for our politics. And, That's so much. And this, and this is a gr- what you said about Puerto Rico and Washington D.C. becoming a state is a great, great segue into the Georgia Senate uh, runoff. True. And I'm going to read you some some quick reporting with 65 percent expected total vote reporting according to the Wall Street Journal. Ossoff is. 0.35% ahead of um, of Purdue. And the Reverend Warnock is 0.08% ahead of Kelly Luff. Democrats, Democrats so have swept. It's, it's not, compl- it's kidding, not over yet. It's 65%, <laughs> but it's it's so freaking close, man. That is Do they do really mail-in, close. mail-in voting there? Uh, oh, yeah. Yep. I, yeah. I don't know if they're counting uh, they, 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 the, the mail-in voting in in this tally, but you know I don't know how I, they're I, doing. I it. have a ton of jokes I could make about this, <laughs> but YouTube doesn't allow them. No joke, like sarcasm <laughs> pertaining to vote counts. Okay. That's right. I was like, I'm gonna know if I say that. Nope. YouTube's gonna be like, we don't care. Yeah, don't don't say it. Don't exacerbate. Someone someone made a joke Channel's earlier. terminated. They were like, it's 12.07 a.m. And Fox News has called it for yeah. Ossoff <laughs> and, and Warnock. And then they were like, I had to delete this because people thought it was real. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think it was Benny. 
Was it? Yeah, was it yeah, yeah. People thought it was a real. Uh-huh. It was I, great, I, they were like, wow, Fox called it, huh? Yeah. yeah. yeah at 12.07 p.m. So uh, <laughs> it, I, I, I'm kind of feeling like Republicans are going to win. It's su- it that. is super close. Um, I mean, clearly, uh, looking at this map, you know, like Augusta and Savannah and Atlanta are like true blue, right? But, you know, you're you're missing a lot of counties like um, – it's, it's Coffee County. I've, I want to live Purdue in Coffee just, County. Purdue, yeah, Purdue just went up by uh, like a couple points of a percentage. Oh, yeah. oh percentage Warnock point. is point is zero point nine six. We're just going to read this all night, folks. Uh, <laughs> How exciting! <laughs> like 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 the Young Turks. Yes, but but, but hold on, stop stop laughing because laughing is at least enjoyable. You need to talk like this. John Ossoff is currently at fifty points. Sound like you're in Congress. Zero point two nine percent. Just phoning it in. So funny. I don't know. Um, the so we, I've had the numbers pulled up for quite some time, and uh, Purdue and Loeffler have been gaining. So I guess uh, some of the earlier votes that came in were from the bigger cities. So mm-hmm. it definitely gave the Democrats a boost. But now Republicans, Republicans get their votes from rural areas where there's way more counties. Mm-hmm. So over time, they start closing the gap. Yeah. Uh, is it going to be where they keep counting votes for days after tomorrow? Yeah, probably. Because probably. of mail-in? Because of mail-in. And, early, early and because it's so close. But yeah. I also think there's going to be a lot more scrutiny. From from both sides, but especially Republicans, uh, after all the shenanigans where it takes weeks. How many weeks did it take for Georgia to actually give like, like a, a final month. result? It was a long time. And and same thing with Pennsylvania. And and if if anything, there is going to be some call definitely on the state level, but maybe even on the federal level in two years after Republicans win back Congress, hopefully uh, that there's going to be if some they- kind of. If the election reform, you know, whether even if it's just like a, you know, you have to maybe if you're going to if you're going to use a machine in your state, you need to use it in all of your counties as opposed to, you know, is that what happened? They only only some counties had the certain machines. Yes. If the Democrats win this race, then Republicans are never going to win again. That's not Not, true. Not not in the way we know it, though. So look at Republicans today. They are very, very different from Republicans 10 years ago. You see what I mean? The Republican Party as a party will change its values to adapt to like. So so when I say like D.C. and Puerto Rico become states, mm-hmm. what will end up happening is Republicans will start incorporating different values into the Republican Party in an effort to win. So everything will become substantially more progressive over time. Like so that's why I mean the Democrats, if they win, they're they're going to make enough changes to where the Republicans will have to become more like the Democrats like they already are. Like 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 Donald Trump is not the staunchest of conservative religious folk. Far from it. He's fairly moderate. Even Vox.com said he was fairly moderate. That's Vox, V-O-X, not F. They said that Trump was a moderate. They did when he, when he was running. So you have these, you know, hardcore religious conservatives. They're out. That's not the party of Trump anymore. Trump is a populist. You know, Trump isn't, uh, you know, Trump campaigned in the deficit, but he didn't care. Give people $2,000. That's not the same as traditional conservatives, many of whom yep. don't like him. Well, yeah, and in Georgia, it's also important to point out that Biden <sighs> and the Democrats promise is to give people $2,000, something that, of course, <laughs> Donald Trump has been trying to do right. himself. So that's another angle to think about here. But these evangelicals who... Purdue is now winning. Uh, by latest count, Purdue is now up 0.13%. Yeah. I gotta oh, say, my I'm, God. I'm so happy our voting system is in the hands of machines and private corporations oh, that have too. ties to foreign governments. I know. I, 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 I feel listen, so proud. Proprietary software. As many leftists have told us, 
private corporations are allowed to do what they want, yeah. no matter <laughs> they're what. They're the new god. They're people. But yeah. look, no, they're it's, it's a private god. company. It's a private company. Yeah. You know, so so Facebook can yeah. ban whoever they want. Yeah. So uh, you know, if 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 we have a private company running our elections, well, then we don't need to be able to ask them any questions. They can do what they want. Yeah. If you don't have religion, you have to make the corporations your overlords. I mean, it's that simple. Well, we're doing stats. Can I say Bitcoin is up? Five percent in the last twenty-four hours. Wow. It's about thirty-four thousand. It's at thirty-four thousand. Yeah, it's been at thirty-four thousand. Keemstar wow. must be thrilled. Uh, Ethereum's up forty-five percent this week. Yep. Wow. 45. Why is Keemstar happy? Yeah. I don't know the story. And that's uh, Keemstar. It like, sounds got in early oddly on. similar <laughs> on crypto. to the, uh, the amount of money that's being printed. So it's. I just like want to let you guys know directions. something crazy. Yeah. I bought Bitcoin when it was near like a grand or two. Mm-hmm. And it's because I remember in 2011 when Bitcoin was at 70 cents, I had I had five grand saved from my job, and I was like, should I just put my savings in this stuff? Like, should I just buy? You know, it would be like 6,300 Bitcoin. And my friend goes, no, like, what is it even? You know, it's, it's going to be a scam. You're going to give your money to some guy, and then it's not worth anything. It's just like internet money. And I was like, yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> it would have been 6,300 Bitcoin. Internet money, dude. It's like your job now. Yeah. But here's what happened. Here's what happened. Uh, <laughs> I remember then like a year later when it hit 20 bucks, I was like, oh my God, if I had 6,300 Bitcoin hit 20 bucks, a lot of people said, dude, you would have sold immediately. I'm like, of course, because it went up and down. But so then when it was was just over a thousand bucks, I decided to put some money in and then I just forgot about it. And I had just like sitting on an old phone. And then the news broke of it hitting like 28,000. And I was like, I got to go find that phone. Yeah. <laughs> I told Max Kaiser to bug off when it was still a few dollars. <laughs> and then, you know, we all have our mistakes, but, you know, looking forward. Why would you tell Max Kaiser to bug off? We were fighting the globalists at Bilderberg with Alex Jones and no, no, Watford hold on. in the United Kingdom. I was hanging out with Max Kaiser and one of his friends, who was a very wealthy dude, and they were, and he was like, yeah. you got you to buy some Square stock. And so I was like, mm. you got it. Yeah. You're the billionaire. And so I didn't have a lot of money. I just bought some squares way through the roof since then yeah. from like 10 bucks to like 200 and something bucks. Well, we have to understand, uh, you know, using cryptocurrencies, especially just a few years ago, wasn't user friendly. It wasn't like you could just get right. on an app and send your credit card in and then get your Bitcoin. It wasn't like that. It was, you had to have it was your own farm. server. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's hard. Well, you had to, you know, have your own physical wallet. You had to have space for your wallet. You had to back up the wallet. You had to know your private keys. You had to find someone and transact with them in a way that wasn't co- commercially, you know, approved so it wasn't that easy and again when you're dealing with you know very severe issues and you're also hanging out with a bunch of crazy people you, know, you just hear a lot of crazy stuff and he was right and uh i'm willing to yeah admit that. but max is so for those, not, for those unfamiliar max kaiser he does like a finance show he's on his finance show for a long time he's got a podcast called the orange pill podcast where they just basically tell you buy bitcoin and there's a really funny meme a series of them there's one i think i could be wrong but i i, I vaguely remember seeing him as leonardo dicaprio like laughing and it says, have fun staying poor. Yeah. It's like he's telling people, like, get Bitcoin because it's, he's been but, saying it for a decade. Yeah. And I, I, you he know, personally, right. in the beginning, I didn't listen to him, but then I started seeing. You moron. Okay. <laughs> if that, if I'm, I'm a moron, what does that make you? you man, really dumb. Really uh, dumb. <laughs> and, and I didn't listen to him initially, but then I started seeing the usage of it and I started seeing how this is essentially like a new printing press. And when it was a couple hundred, when it was a couple thousand, I remember doing a lot of prominent coverage on it, interviewing him and interviewing other people in the space when it was still coming up, when people didn't even know what it was, when Chuck Schumer was on the mainstream media telling everyone how to get illicit items on the dark web, literally giving people 
instructions talking about how bad it was. And people were like, wait, what is this? Online monopoly money? So back then, even when it came to, you know, this very important situation with Ross Ulbricht, who hopefully does get pardoned, when it, when it came to the kind of initial uh, Bitcoin when it was a couple hundred, I remember doing a lot of prominent reporting on it for uh, We Are Change. And uh, a lot of people are very happy that I did. And you guys are welcome. <laughs> so. All right, we got weird. Uh, I'm watching the, the the official vote count. Yeah, me too. And uh, whoa, weird. Like, did Loeffler just go down in votes? Number I'm seeing. Oh, I didn't see the. I didn't see the actual. So, so what I'm yeah. watching, I'm watching the Fox News counter. I don't know what's playing. Oh, okay. But I can see the numbers going up and down. I'm just watching the percentage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. she, it's really, Are they really going close. through counties. She's like 630 votes down right now, but Purdue is now ahead. He's ahead of also. Yeah, Warnock is. 0.28% ahead oh at at 28% uh of of the total reporting. vote reporting. Holy so I mean uh, super close. Now Absolutely. he's up now he's up like 3000 votes. Can so we can we just keep saying the numbers? Remember <laughs> this is to, uh, a popularity contest that is being measured by a secret voting machine with proprietary software that we don't get access to. Oh That's right. no. And mm-hmm. in Arizona when they filed when the Senate Judiciary Committee filed uh, uh, uh subpoenas, Maricopa County said screw off. We ain't going to comply. The county protected their proprietary Canadian... The Judiciary Committee in Arizona said, we want a forensic audit of the machines, and Maricopa County said no. You think they intentionally... Makes no sense. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a prediction right now. Uh, if, if in the morning, like if overnight, it looks like both Republicans, or at least one of the Republicans is going to win, you're going to see a nice bump in the stock market tomorrow, because the, the market is definitely going to react. If Bitcoin they, will probably go down then, you think, right? If they if mm. they see that that the Democrats are going to control the Senate, um, it's going to be a there's going to be a sell off. You know they call it a bear market. You know you know why they call it a bear market, or you know why there's the bull markets and bear markets. You, you, are you familiar with the saying? The stock um, market. It because animals. So no, I don't know. So <laughs> when when the stock spikes, it's because a bull strikes up with the horns, yeah. and oh. a bear strikes oh. down with the claws. Interesting. Gotcha. Swipe. Right. So I just learned something. Yes. Now, if the Democrats win, it won't be a bear market. It will be like a bear halo drop, An uh, a, a bear halo elbow drop, <laughs> jumping out of a high altitude with full gear, elbow dropping straight to the ground, leaving a crater in its wake. Um, I'm half kidding, actually. Well, he when when Biden won, won when Joe Biden won, uh, the markets didn't react terribly. They there was not there was not that because of the because of the Senate because there, of the Senate. There was a, there but, was this idea that if the Senate stays Republican, we'll have stability right. for a couple of years. But now we're but now we're going to have and, and this this is so weird uh, when it comes to how these people are chosen to to run against republicans i don't understand it like for I, example I, amy mcgrath she lost a congressional senate race or she lost a congressional house race then they said you know what she's perfect to run against mitch mcconnell yeah, what the, heck? the, like, yeah, the what? most powerful man in the senate same thing with the uh, uh, well same uh, thing with john same thing with john ossoff Yes. Ossoff ran a congress he he's actually run twice and he and this last one he he lost not only did he lose his con- his congressional race, but they spent more money than any congressional race ever, remember, yes. and he still lost. And then they go, <laughs> and then and then what, what do they do? They go, you know what? 
This guy's perfect against, to run it. against David Perdue. Yeah. I don't understand how – or, or, or Stacey Abrams. I, I swore that Stacey Abrams was going to – that they were going to have her run again, you know, because she – like the winners are the – losers are the new winners yeah. As, yeah. as far the as the Democrats go. And I don't, under, I don't understand Kamala. the reasoning. How do they do – Kamala. Yeah. yeah well, exactly. I, I, have, I have an important question though. <laughs> Why do you think it is that when there's one election going right now, going on right now for for these four candidates, the numbers are different? Don't you think the Republicans would go in and say, Purdue, Loeffler, have a nice day? Why is it that people are going in and saying, I'll vote for Purdue, but not Loeffler? Um, They're both smeared in the exact same ways. It's what, is it misogyny? I'm not, not going to take credit. Yes. Well, eh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to take I'm not going to take credit for this because uh, I was listening to Ben Shapiro this morning and he basically he basically said that um, Loeffler is winning now. Oh, wait. Well, wait, yes. this doesn't make sense by 0.30 percent at 69 percent uh, ex- expected. total. It says reporting. it says Loeffler 50.2 to Warnock's 49, but he's got the higher vote count. What just happened? I, anyway, sorry. What was Ben Shapiro saying? <laughs> uh, ben was basically saying that uh, that minorities were behind Purdue, Purdue because he's like right. pro farm, pro oh, agriculture. I see. And but you have you also have a black man running against a white That's woman. So, but do you yeah. think there are people going in and say I will vote for one Republican and one Democrat? It's possible. And, and one Republican is all they need to win. Not not right, but not everybody. Most people do. I'd say most people do. And this is very, you know, anecdotal. Well, I'd I think, say most people vote down party lines generally. But it could be possible that there are people going in and only voting for Warnock and nobody else. Right. And so See, and I don't get that at all. I don't understand. That's what they said when, when they said, oh, well, uh, people were voting for Biden, but they weren't voting for, you know, anybody else. And like, I've what? never heard of that before in my life. I just saw Purdue go down. It is weird. Like the, <laughs> it's no, no, still no, early, dude. No, 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 no. The votes are go, 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 went, went oh. down. Oh, that's because, uh, well, you know, those machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. Sure. Like, I'm watching the numbers the right now. We can pull it up. Pull it up. Pull, pull up the display. This Hold is what on. I'm looking at. Fox, Fox and News, And you'll said. see. Yeah. I'm like, I'm looking at it. And Purdue was at uh, 1,439,000 just a moment ago. What? Nail biter. And then it went down to seven. That, I don't, is, it, is this because they got some guy working at Fox News who it, doesn't know what he's doing? It, and just, he's the wrong... it, it might be data entry, honestly. It, you know, it's All right, possible. Let's see. We got. So it went it's up a little bit. still human beings. It's not like the, these. Now, look at this. Look at this right fed. here. Loeffler has 1.42 million to Warnock's 1.43, but Warnock is listed at 49.8. The numbers don't make sense. It also might be like a cash, like a, like oh, a web cash thing or something. Yeah. Maybe if we refresh. Oh, the here's the no, no. Look down here. You can see the numbers. Loeffler and the bottom has got one point four. See, I saw the numbers like like roll up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, going yeah. crazy. So, wow. so Purdue and Loeffler are both winning now. They're both winning by we'll like call it, you know, um, let's call it now with yep. less than a percentage <laughs> point though. Yes. With so with so seven, clearly no, it's over. It's over. Everybody, it's over. Sorry. Close your eyes. Cover Wait, your ears. Don't joke about it. Hide in the corner. This is it. Republicans Congratulations. Seventy percent. We, we did it, guys. Yes. We, the, I we did it. Like a ball game. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have a breaking announcement. The Timcast IRL decision desk is now projecting <laughs> that Republicans That's will win. Desk. And hey, you can be wrong. Remember? They, they you know, That's what the wrong media usually the is. Yeah. Yeah. That's what the yeah. mainstream media it's usually fun. does. Um <laughs> The polls are the polls are closed already, but like that's the big thing about YouTube. Okay, the polls are closed. If the polls were open, that YouTube would get mad. As the top senior political analyst on YouTube, um, I'm calling it. That's it. You graduated to YouTube, but calling it for who? (laughs) I like that. Uh, I'm calling it for the Republicans. Yes. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm calling it for whoever wins. Right, exactly. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Well, no, tomorrow. I'm calling it for Barney the Clown. Oh, yeah? Barney the Clown won. Essentially, Bar- we all lost. Who's We're Barney the Clown? Uh, it's like Barney the Dinosaur yeah. oh, the plus Krusty di- the Clown. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Captain Kangaroo. Interesting. Is that Mickey Mouse. Yep. Mm-hmm. And right Mickey. now on Predict It, Ooh. Uh, which party will control the Senate is 79 cents in favor of the Democrats. Ugh. So, Democrats. yeah, yeah, yeah. Predict It is the, the betting market and... Yeah, but they had Trump at like 70 cents. Yeah, right. At one point. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. No, so the point is, if you were to buy at 23 cents for a Republican and the Republicans win... For every twenty three cents, you'd get a dollar back. That's how it works. Right. Uh, let me make an account. Predict it. I'm getting frustrated <laughs> with the two party system. That it's either yeah. like they're going to all band together, and like if enough of us get the majority, then anything we decide the, on. The problem with it is that you get someone like AOC who says she's a progressive. Progressives vote for her, and then she goes, "Now that I'm in office, I'll support Nancy Pelosi." Thanks, Nancy. And that's and she's just go. playing party politics. Yep. Capitulating. Well, the founders didn't like. These, you know, they didn't want two parties, but they didn't they, want that at all. But it, that's just how it evolved. I think Washington didn't even want parties at all. Yeah, he wasn't in a party, but that was because he was the first president. And a lot of people don't realize a lot of the early presidents were were during the 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 Confederate the articles was under the the Confederation of States, not the the United States under the Constitution, not the federal government. So early on, we had a very very weak federal government, couldn't really do anything. And so that was the first few presidents. And then the second president. And the Constitution that came, what, like 10 this. years later or longer than like 20 or 30 years Who was years the later. second president? Why do I not know this? Jefferson, uh, uh, John Adams. Adams took second yeah. and, and then, then Jefferson. Jefferson. Yeah. So it was like Adams and Jefferson kind of split the, the government in half with their followers, right? The Jeffersonians and the, the like Adams and Jefferson were best friends and then they just started to hate each other. Well, I think it had to do with Federalists versus the Anti-Federalists, yeah, right? Well, there, there's, yeah. also, there's also a weird thing where... Uh, two people would run for president the second place winner would be the vice president right right, right. <laughs> so so that you know there might have been a little animosity but going is, like is, is, oh it, you're my it, boss really yeah. but, but not really wasn't it wasn't it isn't it a good thing though to maintain some good, kind of balance yeah. between i would love to see trump and biden in there together yeah it would have been president uh, biden to vice president trump and then they would people would be happier trump, though then yeah. then biden and trump would have been person of the year yes Think about it. They would have been deciding issues with push-up contests. Think about what's happening right now, though. Right? If it would, it would have been Trump Hillary for for It would have been great. And and the Democrats would have been. But then that sounds like a great idea because they'll be fighting each other and not really doing anything and bothering anyone. Nope, it's a bad idea. You know why? Because assassination. They would impeach Trump. Yeah, some make Hillary some the president. Crap, yeah. You know, <laughs> they would you try to watch or move. or legit assassination. Well, it depends. You know? Well, it depends. I mean, they you well know, they, they Bill Clinton they did and, and they let them stay no, there. They impeach and Trump. Yeah, uh, well, they didn't remove him because you know we we had well, the, they were, uh, the majority. If, the Republicans. If, if it was Hillary and um, you know Trump, you know the Republicans still had the Senate, so I don't think uh, that would have happened. I think it would have been interesting, and I think the less government does, the better, and yes. the more that they're fighting each other instead of surveilling, no, spying on us, tracking and databasing us, the better. Since oh, don't worry, the, they've conscripted private companies to do that for them. Yes, they do, and uh, Republicans it, are okay. pulling ahead. They are, yeah, strong. It's still again, it's still early. I don't know how they're counting their mail-in ballots. I don't know how they're. You know, if they're even part of this tally, well, there was um, early voting results that I saw just yesterday. Okay, yeah, but so they're it's, saying 
Oh, you saw you saw them yesterday, really? Yes, yes. I didn't think they were allowed to put them out until today. They're saying that there's a small lead. There's projections as well. Oh, okay. And well, uh, they're saying from the initial accounts, they're getting that this is going to. Well, know. this is this is um, if if this holds and the Senate does stay in control of you know for the Republicans, um, this is not great for Biden, no. which is a good yeah. thing. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's like it, the first. Pre- it's one of the very few presidencies. That enter without the Senate and are completely it, it happened with It happened with Reagan, if I remember correctly. Um, you know, but that was a long time ago. Uh, but re- remember during during one of the debates or maybe an interview where Biden was basically saying, "Well, we couldn't do this because we had a we had a Republican we had a Republican Congress." Like, no, you didn't. Like, for n- most presidents uh, have the advantage. It's, it's just it's kind of this wave. Well, it's because know? people who go to vote for the president vote party line. Right. And then two years later, everybody's like, yeah, what did I do? Right. Like, why did yeah. I make that decision? And then uh, and then Congress flips, uh, you know, after, you know, at, at least, you know, four years in. Uh, and then there's a change of president at this. This one. Everything was against Trump with, with him. Look, yeah. I, I did. I did a man in the street video where i asked people i said one man on the street (laughs) 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 a man and a woman on the street uh uh, where i basically asked if you had to choose between four more years of trump and a recession what would you take wow i remember that i remember a a lot of people voted for recession and you're and you're just like that's insane yikes right people die and you know? yeah, and and uh, even this this musician, uh, you know, he said he was famous. I'd never heard of him, but he basically I don't even remember the, his name. So he's not that famous. But but he was basically like, well, you know, if it happens, it's fine. I'm like, but you're not making you're not selling albums, right? You're you're selling live tickets to shows. What if people can't afford it? You know, not like, well, what if there's a gigantic pandemic? Uh, but this is. This is um, the it, it's just crazy that that people got what they wanted. A lot of people got what they wanted, and yeah. and you know it was it wasn't just that, but it was it, it was it was a recession. It was the pandemic. It was the media just lying their butts off. Uh, to and and it's everything worse and worse every everything day. is worse than Watergate. Yes. Everything. Yeah. Oh, way, way more. <laughs> it's what we were, we were talking about before the show, where we were saying that Bob Woodward Bernstein, uh, yeah. Yeah. I would like a Diet Coke. Is Pepsi okay? This is worse, worse than, than Watergate. Watergate. <laughs> they printed 36% of our monetary supply in the last... They, 66. They say it's the pandemic. 66. They'll be like, we're in recession because of the pandemic. No, it's because you authorized it's, the printing of 66% yes. of our yes. monetary supply. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's up. It's up from the last time we did the segment. But uh, all We that, did a segment a month or two all ago. All that money was being it's, replaced. It was just bad money. Like, we just shredded it. Uh-huh. No, yeah, just printing, right. printing, printing. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, if you want to have fun, I, I said this last time, go on Amazon, click on like a tablet, and then leave it in your cart for a couple days and come back and you'll see the price have got, has gone up. Do the same thing yeah. right now. Go on Zillow and look at property values in, you know, outside, in like West Virginia, in, in Wyoming and Idaho. Just look at the estimated property values and then come back a week later and then you'll vomit a little bit. Just don't the, do it for skyrocketing. Yeah. Just don't do it for ammo because you're going to have a heart attack. 
rewarding. What's ammo at now? It's a lot. Too much. Is yes. it more than a dollar? Yeah. What was it? 10 oh, cents yeah. or a, a, a dollar a, a round? One, a 30 30 round is a dollar 30 or more. Yeah. Wow. That's th- up 30%. Weren't they a buck uh, a couple months ago? I was able to find some 556 five, for 90 cents a round. I tweeted that right away. Le- like, learn yeah. learn to wow. make your own yes. ammo and then, it's hard. And then no, open an it's Etsy. Hard. Oh, by the way, someone <laughs> wants to send us uh, an ammo press. I didn't know where oh, to have them send it. I cool. suggested to the P.O. box. It's a big box. No, we can't do that. Yeah, we'll have to find something. They should email. Uh, okay, I'll have them email. Well, if we have a property somewhere where we can, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, we'll do I'm that. telling you the pro. We, so we want to get this farmland so that we can. It's it's a film video. So we're gonna we'll, we'll build like dirt jumps and we'll be able to you know play with uh, create you know, fake civilizations like like yes. airsoft ATVs battles and snowboards and all that fun. But then we'll also be able to sh- set up a range and yeah, airsoft battles and just fun oh, silly awesome. videos and also like moats, alligators, cool right. cool DIY projects. And, and the idea is, I said this before. You know, I made the joke earlier that all we do is sit around and complain. But the the thing I want to do now is is help create fun and exciting things. Instead of just complaining about the bad things, make some good things. So do projects where we build lasers, Ian. You know, you got work, the graphene. Yeah, I got, got some powdered graphene. We got some graphene batteries. Just Ooh. making fun videos to inspire people to do stuff instead of just complaining about stuff. I, I so see we, you guys are going to open up like an FPS Russia slash timcast channel right is that <laughs> shout out to the next what thing you, wanna, you know wait, with wait, your your want to we want to have fun and inspire people to do cool things you guys and, you know you guys are going to want to follow jeremy riss on twitter the alien scientist they are building lasers and much more did but you here, guys here's, talk here, about the alien thing by the way we did we did yeah. okay here, here's here's the thing so we're looking at this land and it's almost impossible because right now rich people like super rich people are calling up and they're being like, I see you have land available. I'll take it. Would you like to? No, I'll take it. Would you? I will send you a check right now. <laughs> and so the values are just jumping up, skyrocketing because they're like, you can look in certain areas. People are fleeing New York, fleeing California, mm-hmm. fleeing Chicago. I'm next, guys. Yeah. Yep. Where are you going? Uh, hey, guys, in the chat, tell me where I should move. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Right. People are going to text us like crazy. <laughs> and uh, it's causing property values to skyrocket. But Property values, is, weird things are going to happen because property values in New York are dropping mm-hmm. and people are fleeing. So now you've got these buildings that are empty. De Blasio says we're going to buy them up and make them public housing. But here's my question. Mm-hmm. Look, look, <laughs> if if the property value is is in the gutter because nobody will live there anymore and say mm-hmm. New York and the tax assessment comes in, the property value is down, the taxes you owe goes down. Then then what? They offer lower rent, desperate to get people to move there. So rent in New York is going to start tanking. But rent in rural areas and start skyrocketing and property values and taxes will skyrocket in rural areas. It's going to create really weird movement patterns across this country. I wonder what that's going to do to our elections. I think I think it probably had an impact on on this past election for sure. People who fled because of covid. What's going to happen in the next two years mm-hmm. when all these people from New York flee to, you know, uh, Western PA or something? It's like that. Uh, or even um, upstate New York. What's his name? J.P. Sears. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he did the. He did the uh, the video where like, hey, I'm coming from California and you know uh, moving to Texas and everything's going to be great, but I don't like this thing and then uh-huh. uh, I don't like I don't like your I don't like how you uh, have like all these amazing these gun guns, rights. You know, yeah. nope, nope. We gotta we gotta go to the city council and uh, fix that. Uh, so a- yeah, absolutely. Uh, th- this this movement, this shift. Um, May, a lot of people, a lot of people that are moving from New York too, like they can afford it. Right, not everybody can people. afford it. It's so, do you think that those rich people are are more, you know, leaning to the left or leaning to, to the, the right. right politically? To the right. And so, what I was saying is, 
the more right wing people who are like, I hate this and I can afford to leave. And, and it's not all conservatives are rich. I'm just saying mm-hmm. in cities, you've got well off individuals who are probably more right leaning because, you know, yeah. they're going to move and it's going to make red states redder and blue states bluer. Well, when they move and they see how much money they save on their taxes, they're automatically going to become more right wing. <laughs> Let's just be honest here, because it's it's incredible what happens in New York City with city taxes, state taxes, oh, yeah. on top of federal taxes. I don't understand. Well, that's like I'm, that's why I'm leaving because you know I'm a multi millionaire YouTuber yeah. now. Now, okay, as as well a, as a, a senior conservative po- YouTuber, realm. a senior political analyst, you're probably pulling easy six figures. Yeah, easily. I'm difference. shadow banned. It comes like, with the title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, there, I can only do so much, but I am I am making. I'm doing okay, uh, but city yeah. taxes are just government it's disgusting. Well, just as house. Bill de Blasio said, we need to redistribute the wealth, and that's exactly yeah. what he's doing, proudly pronouncing it. And how dare you not help redistribute your wealth there? Well, here's well, I'm already doing it anyway because taxes are going to kill me this year. But but uh, th- this is one of the reasons why the Republicans need to hold the house, uh, hold the house, uh, hold the Senate, and then hopefully get the House in two years because otherwise this is going to be a a a raising taxes spree. But but listen, it doesn't matter because uh, uh, in terms of taxes, I mean, you're, you're right. You're, you're right in that regard. But uh, the Trump tax cuts are expiring no matter what. Yeah. So by not for the what, corporations, but for everyone else as an individual. Yeah. So, but, yeah but what's the date, though? It's it's not. He said like, specific term limits. So he said in three years, these specific cuts go away. In four years, these cuts go away. I don't know the exact parameters, but they do go away for the individual. Well, if the trend continues with the House... The Republicans are probably and and because now we have a Democratic president, no. uh, presidential a president elect whatever. Um, the trend is you know the 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 the, the, the Republicans are going to take back yeah. uh, the House and that's and that's fine. And then they'll pass uh, some new tax cuts. Yeah. Biden, Biden will reject Biden it. will uh, veto them, and then they'll just come back and say, um, "Yeah, we're signing it anyway." And you know, well, hopefully, they won't, they won't, they, uh, there won't be enough uh, Republicans to override a ta- uh, veto. But you have all the you you do have Democrats like say Joe Manchin, who is not completely <laughs> they're, they're in line. Mansion. Yeah, but then you got Mitt Romney on the other <laughs> side, who loves the taste of a boot. So you know, but also in two years, I mean, you know, thirty three percent of the Senate. You know, goes up for re-election, so anything can happen. You know, and you know. I think also it's an important thing we need to say is we talk a lot, about, a lot about Congress is old. That means retirements. That's a true. A lot of retirements and a lot of. Uh, I mean, how old is Feinstein? Um, she's like one hundred seventeen, seventy-six. Mm-hmm. I think she was born. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. She was the, the 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 niece of Thomas Jefferson, and here she is. No, uh, but she's in her eighties, isn't she? I'm gonna look yeah. it up. Yeah. And she's been struggling. Like the Democrats have been talking to her, like to find. Oh yeah, about she, it. Like, she she lost her and, um her. She's eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Oh what is wrong with this country? Oh my god. Well, wow. she she's wow. the ranking member on the judicial uh, committee. She was born. born in 1933. Oh, Literally. She was a, a great grandmother before I was born. And she survived Same. the Depression. Wow. World War II ended. She was Not 12 correct. years old. The CIA got formed when she was 12 years old. Yeah. <laughs> and these are the people wow. deciding your lives. Yeah. And then and, and people and again, keep voting for her. And people have to understand this <laughs> 13, whole taxation system is, is a system what? meant to, of course, control you She's rather than, of course, fund the government. I mean, we've talked about it extensively on the show. The government well, literally prints money out of thin air. What's the point of taxes when they could just press zero on a computer? There's, there's absolutely no punitive reason. Punitive taxation. 
It's, it's something that was never supposed to happen where they say, we don't want you to drink soda. So we're going to we're going to put a tax on soda. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what uh, Chuck, Bloomberg did. Chuck Grassley's eighty seven. Well, that's what that's Maxine what Waters, tried to do. Maxine's eighty two. Maxine Waters is eighty two oh years but, old. Why don't these I'll people take, retire? No, I no. Let, let me. First of all, they're making bad. Chuck Grassley is in my top five favorite senators. He's important. McConnell's he's super important. But Chuck Grassley, he he had he had COVID, and he was like, yeah, I was fine. He the guy runs like two miles a day. Oh, wow. really? Yeah, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. Wow, I don't think Feinstein does that. I'll tell you that. I don't think so. just, he's eighty-seven years old. That's crazy. Look, man, is he in touch? Chuck Grassley is awesome. I'm I'm a big Chuck Grassley stan. I still <laughs> I, I I think at a certain point, too old, too old. But or just oh, do many, I agree too with many term years? And do in, I agree with office? term limits? Absolutely. I'm not I'm not even saying term limits. I'm just saying you know at the end, I, I kind of feel like if people want to vote for uh you know Mr. Magoo, they vote for Mr. Magoo. Well, it, see, it it depends on what they're bringing back to their constituents. And Chuck Grassley, it's like, you know, Iowa is like big, you know, he he yep. he delivers for the farmers. He delivers for he, he does. He does work. I don't know what Feinstein's done for her. What does for, Nadler for, do? Uh, <laughs> Where I'm not going to say <laughs> he, huh, he he falls he, uh, uh, he, he falls waddles. from a shelf and then all the king's horses and all the <laughs> king's men can't put him back together. So the problem is life extension uh, is big. Humpty you know, Dumpty. people are living to their hundreds is... now. So we got 87 year olds. Mm-hmm. Richard I, C. Bloom is 85. I have, a, I, have, I have a question. How come Humpty Dumpty is depicted as an egg? And why on God's green earth did anyone try to let a horse put him back together? I just never understood that. Well, all the king's horses and all yeah. the king's men yeah. couldn't put them back together. Yeah. So, so was, what are the horses it, doing? Are they like kicking around pieces? They of were helping. No wonder. <laughs> <laughs> How? I guess they're like dragging carts of glue. Oh, aren't don't they use yeah, horses they make, to make glue? Yes. Or something like that. Yes. Oh yeah, horse hooves. <laughs> they make. Is that what they do? I think they make. They use that <laughs> material cool. right there. Wow. Um, I've never even. I never. We even put it together. That. We did oh, it. They were taking. We put it together like Humpty Dumpty. They're taking Almost the got put together. Yeah. Yeah. The, do they really use horse hooves to make yeah, glue? Yeah, they do. animal really? hooves. Yeah. They'll make. Wow. Um, they boil it and they make collagen. They take the collagen from it. I think really and then, sticky. Yeah. Yeah. But and they try putting the big a, egg guy back together. Why well, is it's a tragic egg? tale because they never get him back together. That's Even so with all that horse Government glue. <laughs> yeah. Not enough horse. I wonder glue, if I'm they afraid. could with modern technology if they could get him. For sure. They could do it. Oh, now with microsurgery. Yeah. Sure. Oh my god. Yeah, I saw. They do a shell transplant. They do all sorts of things. I feel. I feel bad uh, (laughs) for these politicians that are like old and frumpy and just like out of it. But I feel worse for Americans who have to suffer because of it. But it's like they vote them into office over and over Over again, over and over again. That's so. It's it's a suffering brought on uh, by them. Although I agree, there are people that aren't involved with voting Nadler. I think. I think there's a very simple solution. There needs to be some kind of very very simple. and low barrier for casting a vote like uh, a speed bump, not a fence, not a restriction, but something that says you need to know who you're voting for and why. Now, the problem is the Democrats are very much everyone should vote no matter what, because they go after low information voters, which creates this problem. That's why they get Nadler, Schumer, Feinstein and, and, and mm-hmm. Pelosi, who are all ridiculously old. Is the average age of Democrats higher? I think it, it, it is higher. It is. It were well, at least the last time I checked it because I did a video about it. It's higher actually, than Republicans. I actually put every uh, every congressperson in a spreadsheet and their age. Like I and actually then, went to oh, Wikipedia. Wow. There are a lot and of looked old... at every single one, and there are a lot of old people in, in yeah. Congress, mind you. But uh, but there were more Democrats than than Republicans. I, I've been saying we get rid of the uh, party listings on ballots. 
What if you had to like match the name with a face? Could you imagine? And you didn't know if you succeeded, so you don't know if your vote's going to get counted. Only of, if you got the name and the face. Well, just matched. getting rid of party affiliation on on ballots. Easier. You would just see the name, and if you don't know who it is, do you vote for it? It's but what you. if it's like a really cool name, like like, like Max like, Power? Or people like, be changing their names. No, no honestly, no. if I, if I did total power, it, Democrat and stuff like Johnson. That. If I didn't know that Warnock <laughs> was a. a like a socialist Democrat, I'd be like, that's a cool ass name. I know who that dude. Raphael. <laughs> you know, cool. Raphael Lawler. He sounds, like, he sounds like a superhero. Yeah. And Lawler? That sounds power. like someone going, oh, and falling over. You know, Warnock. What? Leffler? I can't even pronounce it. <laughs> Purdue? You know. Like the chicken guy? Like the yeah. chicken guy? <laughs> Is that the chicken? Well, I'll vote for the chicken guy. Right, yeah. You know what, to be honest? Also awesome. sounds like the sounds a chicken makes, and Purdue sounds like the guy who who harvests the chickens. Yeah. The chicken. <laughs> uh, speaking, great segue, uh, Mr. Tim Pool. Uh, Purdue at at seventy seven percent expected total vote reporting. Purdue is up one point eight four percent, and Leffler Kelly Leffler is up one point zero nine percent. CNN is even reporting both Republicans are now leading in Georgia. Oh, so um, again, I stand by my. Uh... I just want to say this. <laughs> I did a segment where I said I thought the Republicans are going to win. Ooh. I'm not saying they're going to now, but what I was saying was I actually thought for a while, and I was tweeting, I think the Democrats are going to win because Trump's not on the ballot. Then when polling data came out. I just said very simply, look, if the polling data was off by four to seven points nationally in, a month ago, then I can only imagine they're off at this point by a certain degree. And it's I'm going to say Republicans will probably win this one. Well, but exit, we don't know yet. We don't know yet. Exit don't know polls yet. are – well, there's a difference between exit polls and these opinion polls. You figure like if, if the Republicans are only down by like one point or they're only up by one point that they're probably leading by a lot <laughs> because so, right, these exactly. polls are just like fr- – oh, your buddy – your buddy Frank Luntz. Oh. <laughs> that, guy, that guy was yelling at me. That was so yeah, weird. Yeah. You saw that? Yeah, I did. What's and I, up and with I actually, that? And I actually uh, called him out on it too. I told so, him that so, he should stop tweeting and stop polling because he's, he's neither he's an expert losing it. Ooh, I think he's really mad about the polling industry collapsing. So for those unfamiliar, <laughs> Frank Luntz is a very famous pollster, and uh, I've, I've I've had kind words for the guy in a bunch of my segments, saying I think I think he's 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 all right. I I, I generally trust. He does these panels. You can see he shows the people and talks to them. I, I appreciate it. And uh, he he posted a, the a four minute clip of the Trump leaked audio. All I said was, "Is there a full recording?" And he says, "If you can't find it, you might as well take journalists out of your bio." <laughs> and then all these leftists are going like, "Oh, snap back! Oh, Frank Luntz got him!" And I'm like, "What got me? What is, is happening? You were, Why is he? You were doing investigation? Yeah, he was asking he says, a question. Hey, if you're going to be investigating news, you may want to take your journalism. It's like, dude, that's the job of an <laughs> investigator. Literally, what I'm doing. Uh, but I, but here's what happened. I saw the story popping up." And I'm scrolling and I'm reading news. And then I saw he tweeted the clip and I was like, wow. And because I actually had respect for him, I was like, oh, wow, Frank Luntz tweeted it. Is there a full recording? And then he smack talks me. I'm like, this dude snapped. He was he was saying he said before the election, if we pollsters get it wrong this time, we'll all need new jobs. Right. And then they got it wrong. And by, by even uh, by worse yeah. margins, up upwards of like 12 percent in some states. Mm-hmm. That's how bad it was. The polling was so Funny though, bad. Can you blame the pollers or do you have to blame the, the Pollers, machines? Pollsters. I mean, okay, so I want to point people towards a video called American Election Hacker Testifies by the account on YouTube, Hack247. And it's a guy that testifies in front of Congress that he wrote a program that flips votes 51-49. But, 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 but listen, we're talking about 
the polls we're, were saying Trump polls. was going to lose. About, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Were the polls wrong because a machine flipped are you, the vote? Are you claiming question. that Trump hacked and flipped 12% I would of the never, vote? I would never claim no, no, such no, a listen. thing, Tim. What you, what, if, 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 no, if, but I'm claiming there's a guy that testified in front of Congress yes, yes, that says he built that, the program listen, that does that. We're talking about the polls saying Biden was up 15 points and then Trump loses by like one in certain states. Are, that, what does hacking have to do with it? Was Trump yeah. the one who hacked to get those votes back? No. The polls were off saying Trump would lose. And then Trump ended up winning, you know, narrowly in several states he was supposed to lose. And not like only destroying that, in Florida. Yeah. And, 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 not, and not only that, uh, in Florida, there was a safe blue district, which flipped Republican. And a bunch, if you, if you look at the New York Times safe toss up districts between Democrat and Republican, shift it all to the right because they would say this is safe Democrat and some of them flipped Republican. Then they would say leans Democrat and they all go Republican. Mm -hmm. I think the pollers are pollsters are like people that are like of upcoming football game next week. They're like, I think that he's going to run for 120 yards. If you look at the way he's been catching the ball all season, they're probably going to win for, by 14 points. And you're like, dude, you're just making up but your these, projections. Well, the, these pollsters are looking at data, too. They're calling, you know, 500 landlines or whatever. And they're and they're asking people if they want to. You know who they're voting for, right. uh, but but the makeup of those voters are you know it's like twenty five percent Republican, thirty five percent Democrat, and then you know the rest are independents, you know, right, which so, are leaning. You know, so I don't think it has anything to do with, so with the this, program. I this, think it just has to do with how they're how they're weighing it and they're weighing it wrong. This is important here. Kyle Becker tweeted this out at four forty five p.m saying the Georgia election will allow an extra three hours to process absentee and mail-in ballots until 3 a.m. Democrats are going to win. Win it! <laughs> well, uh, again, again, what, what I said before is there's going to be a lot more scrutiny and I think a lot more Republican uh, observers yes. and they're, they're going to they're gonna be looking at this very, very closely, like they should have the, the first time. They should have made demands... Ahead of time. Uh, I, and I've been saying this for, for months that this whole stop the steal movement should have happened back in the summer. Yeah. You yeah. Know? When they said, look, there's, you, you couldn't make lawsuits, right? You couldn't make certain lawsuits, but you could at least say, why, why is the legislator being overruled by the governor in Pennsylvania? Why is this happening? Make a bigger stink about it. Because all you really heard was Trump in, in these press conferences go, mail-in voting is bad. There's going to be a lot of fraud. Right? Yep. And, and, and instead, and there should have been a stop steal movement back then. There should have been protests or movements or, or social media activism or whatever happening back then. Not, you know, after the fact. That makes no sense. Right? I'm devastated by the 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 lackadaisical what would you call it the the lack of action taken by this by this administration to fix their system of voting that they would allow a proprietary system. Well, this to do is it. well, this is what we're doing now in Georgia. We're looking at it with, you know, we're looking at it hard. Whether, you know, look, this Stacey Abrams woman is nuts. She's a, she calls for voter suppression, and then she screams like, "Oh, you're taking voters out, out of you know, you're purging voters." And you're like, well, yeah, because of your group. <laughs> what is she? <laughs> because for? what? Well, what she did. Um, there were tens of thousands of, of voter registrations that her group. They went out and they they got people to sign stuff. Yeah. Addresses were wrong. Things weren't signed wrong. It, it, uh, social security numbers didn't match up with with addresses and names. Right. So they said, well, these things aren't. It's not kosher. So. 
we're not going to include it. And she's like, no, no, you're the, they need to be included. And, and she was fighting for that saying that it was voter suppression when it was her fault. It was, you know, because yeah. the, their workers weren't doing the right thing. And then she's, she They're sued, gonna... I think she sued Rassenberger, uh, Rassenberger. Uh, and I think it's still in court, but she's going to lose because, you know, just, just because you, Fill out data entry wrong doesn't mean that it's voter suppression. You know, of course, when Biden wins, oh, it's not voter suppression. We did everything right. Yeah. You know, Um, Leffler is still ahead, by the way. And so is Purdue. We will see how it plays out. And uh, I'm not staying up till 3 a.m. Hey, by by the way, tomorrow's going to be crazy. So where, where did everybody say I should move? I know we're doing super chats now. Oh, right? I don't, it'll, it, we'll have to get to it because it's probably okay. in the super chats. We'll There's see. a Thank lot you. of different places. So uh, <laughs> let's go to super chats. If you haven't already, smash that like button, yes. subscribe at the notification bell, leave us a good review on iTunes. And if you haven't already, you can find us on iTunes and all the other podcast platforms. We're live Monday to Friday, 8 p.m. Tomorrow's going to get crazy with this big protest, and uh, we'll see. We'll see what it looks like in the morning. I'm going to be doing my normal show from here as usual, and then we'll we'll make our way over to the uh, D.C. area. It's not too far away. But let's read some super chats. Jonathan Galtarini says, just thought I'd say I love you and that a gift, it's on its way tomorrow. Excellent. Thank you very much. Hope it's ammo. Somebody, uh, <laughs> so, well, I'll, I'll, I'll drop it there, but we have a lot of ammo. Yeah. Some people are like, where did you find all this stuff? It's like, I don't know. We got lucky, I guess. Could never have enough ammo. Went to a shop and <laughs> what, 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 what's the rule? Like a thousand, a thousand bullets or whatever? Minimum. Minimum? Yes. That a thousand like, per... Fire that arm. seemed crazy to me because I thought it was like one box of like 50 or whatever. No, no, they go very quick. They go mm-hmm. a lot quicker than well, you now, oh, Especially now, if you go I, to the least, gun range. Like at least 2,000 per uh, firearm. Now that uh, you can't find Minimum. any ammo anywhere, yeah. like 30 30 particularly hard. It's like for the, the Winchester Repeater. It's a cool gun. I was able to find some 5.56. Five, I'm very happy I did. There you go. All right, let's see what we got here. Wimp Lowe says, Did you see? I'm not going to call him uh, uh, by that name. Do you see Jenk Uger video of him flipping out at the airport? Uh, that's but yeah. I. But that that's sounds a, great. Have you seen it? No. It's yeah. a very very well viral video where he's yelling oh, about yeah. his flight being delayed. Uh, oh yeah, I've seen that. Okay. Jimmy Dore yes, tweeted that recently. Yeah. Right, 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 right. What's up with him and Jimmy? They're going. They're going hard at because it. Jimmy Dore is legit, and the Young Turks aren't. And they've just <laughs> so, been doing having like drama against each other. Jimmy Dore said the progressives need to leverage their votes for Pelosi as Speaker of the House with a floor vote for Medicare for all. Yep. AOC should go to Pelosi and say, unless we get a floor vote, I will not vote for you. And for some reason, the, 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 the establishment progressives said, no, we won't do that. How weird is that? What do they have to lose? They're still going to vote for Pelosi. Just tell her to do it. You have the leverage now. And they wouldn't do it. And so a bunch of establishment faux progressives were like, Jimmy is a bad person. And he's disruptive. I'm like, Jimmy's right. <laughs> yeah. Stand up for yourselves. But the progressives don't want to do it. The ones in Congress voted for Nancy Pelosi. Not all of them, but I think like 99% of the, you know, out of like 12 or whatever, like 11, said, Pelosi, no questions asked. We're not going to challenge her. We're not going to demand Medicare for all, anything like that. Okay. See, that's why I, I think you've got you've got people like uh, Lauren Boebert. I think she's genuine. She wants to bring her gun to Congress. She really believes what she believes. But then you get people like AOC, and I'm like, AOC's a careerist. She Like, you've got these new populists that are coming into Congress and I see the ones on the right, and they tend to, they, they seem to have principles, and the ones on the left just, for the most part, agree with the establishment. I'll give mad respect to Rashida Tlaib for voting no on the omnibus. AOC complains about it and then votes for it. Josh Hawley complains about it and then votes for it. That's Democrat or Republican. I don't care. Rashida Tlaib voted against it. Bravo. That's amazing. So how many people who are progressives are actually going to stand up and say, here's what I believe and why? Very few. One, Tulsi Gabbard voted against it, mm-hmm. of course. She's awesome. 
But the rest of them, establishment garbage. No opinions. Let's read more super chats. True. Yeah. Everyone's true. like, yes, we agree. Yeah. Yeah. Tulsi's leading fact. the government. Fact check that true. little faith in that system. Fact check true. Uh, Jake Dog says, get the dog on camera. Yeah, I should. You should. You should go. 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 Tomorrow, maybe we could start the show off go, with the just poopers. Go do it go now. Grab her. What do you mean? Now. Bring it on. Yeah. Wait, how, much, how much did they give? Uh, what is it? Uh, Five dollars. That, that, that's not. Is that good of me? Sorry. Two ninety nine for fifty. Fifty nine ninety nine. We'll bring. We'll bring the dog. If you want to see the baby German Atlas. Shepherd? It, we are change dot org forward slash donate is the place where <laughs> yeah. if you want the puppy to have a good life. Sorry, you know. buddy. All right, let's gonna go get the dog. Oh, you, she's gorgeous. You're selling out just like so ASM. Love that. Sad, right? All right, let's see. Mark G says, Tim, why haven't you torn off your shirt yet? Can't sell supplements if you don't. Oh, yeah, bad. he's right. Oh, man. Um, do it. Luke well, says, do it. This is a supplement, right? It is a supplement. Yeah, it it's a supplement yeah. on it. Uh-huh. And it's we unflavored. We should get like, just a steamy yeah. shot of you with no shirt on, dude. I'm going to, because someone <laughs> did a shout out to the supplement, I'm, 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 I'm eternally grateful. We have sponsors. We don't, we don't have any sponsors for a year. We had no sponsors. Mm-hmm. What is that stuff called again? Biotrust. I, what's the material? It's, it's collagen. 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 I put it in my coffee. It's, it's not creamy. But it is kind of, it's not like dairy. I had a lot of, I, I can hear it in my voice. I had a lot of pizza in the last few days, but it's not like creamy, <laughs> like dairy creamy, or even like, um, but it adds cream. like a fullness to it. Yeah. It cuts the acidity. Huh, mm, interesting. interesting. Fantastic. Interesting. I just like putting it in my smoothies because so I'm, good I'm an old bones. man who skates and my yeah, knees so hurt. I have know? a story about this. It's really short. Don't worry. So when I was recovering from shoulder surgery, I would pour collagen into my smoothies because that was like the only thing I could fix for myself with my left hand. And I was like, I need collagen. And I really think that it helped with healing my shoulder. See, this is, I'll, I'll tell you something. I, only, I, one of the reasons we don't take sponsors for the most part is because I don't like promoting things that I think are dumb. We've and they're, they, oh, I, you, yeah. I agree. Look, I, I get stuff all the time. I get, right. I get, uh, so you get it. V, v, VPNs. Well, we got I a VPN that I, I that I, I'm, I'm what we, we got a sponsor for a VPN. I mean, we do have one, but that's coming later. So, you know, cool. I'm, I'm, well, it's, it's, VPNs are but, great. Yeah. Uh, you know, but there, there's, there's certain things like, uh, what, what's Blinkist? I don't know. You know, it's like, so. like read a book in 15 minutes. Like, no, 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 I don't, no, I don't no. agree with that. Like, if it, I won't, <laughs> I, you know, like I'm, I'm not going to go, well, you know what? Like I, I really like this. Uh, I don't like this coffee, but I'm going to promote it anyway. You I know, like, yeah, I won't do that. No, sure. I won't. I will never. I, I'm I like, promise you want me, you to, never you want me to read a script claiming I like something I don't like. So there was a video game company that reached out and they offered ridiculous money. I remember that. So I and don't, don't say that because no, I, I don't want to. I tested you, that game. But, uh, right. And, uh, asked a few people, like, what do you think? And the conclusion was like, don't do it. And I was like, I agree. Was it cyberpunk? I'm not gonna, but I'm in more than I. I've got my eyes on that game. Uh, I don't want to disparage anybody, but, you know, when I got an, I've got an offer from, from, for, like, uh, uh, for once a casino mobile game. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to promote gambling. No, I won't do that either. Like, I like going to the casino. And we had a crazy night the other day. Dude, this is nuts. I put 20 bucks down. We were hanging out at the casino. And it was on it was on high card flush. I have never played it before, and I got a six card straight flush. Wow! And the lady went, <gasps> and that's like one in a thousand, bank. one in a thousand. And then she was like, "It's too bad you didn't bet on it." <laughs> and I, exactly. So I ended up winning twenty bucks. And and then and the and the and the pit boss is like, "You would have won. You would have won. Was that twenty thousand dollars? Or so, if you Jeez. if you put the money down, yeah. Well, <laughs> but but but." but I ended up uh, winning like a grand Hi, lady. because I put a 20 down and then I got a five card straight flush. Jeez. And then I just started tipping people like crazy because I'm not. All right, we got a dog. Hey, puppy. What is her name? 
So ha- taxation theft again. Such a smart dog. <laughs> Have you chosen a name? Such, no name yet. We're deciding on my social media what the dog should be called. Uh, we need names. Super smart. Uh, okay, top super chat names the dog. Oh, no. no. That goes to me? That. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Maybe. the top, the top okay. <laughs> so the top super chat with a good name. If you name the dog that, you get the super chat. No, but she's super smart. Uh, already, Doctor Jill. Yes, Doctor Jill. I like, <laughs> I like Atlas. There's a lot of uh, names put out there: Atlas, Anarka, uh, Poopers, Moonstone. We still, don't, I still, don't, I'm not like 100 percent on any of them. But she said uh, that the rock on your neck is. A if moonstone. Kelly Leffler wins, you'll you'll call her Leffler. 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 Oh, she's, she's so cute. Nine weeks old. Somewhat she's super potty smart, trained. man. Super she's so smart. cute. Well, and German shepherds are smart by design, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's going to be yeah. my survival apocalypse dog that she I'm going to be taking on runs and hikes Aww. and going to train how to bite. You know, she's always uh, happy. Look at her ears. She's always yeah. very excited about everything. I want to yeah, hold she's her. She's got a little lopsided Well, she's, she's on one of the, the top live streams that's in the country. Right. So, She's like, my it's career famous. is blossoming. It's yes. warm up here. <laughs> so young. Uh, congratulations, by the way. You hit uh, 900,000. We did. Oh, wow, yeah. we're so close Very to breaking good. a million. That's, that's crazy. Hot. That's pretty cool. I want uh, that for Christmas. Little puppy here yelped at the cats and they they freaked yeah. out. Bucko hissed and then she, yeah. she barked, I think. Yeah. And then yeah. Bucko was like, what have I done? She's not even barking yet. So no, there's no... She's gorgeous. She's loud. She's, she's a dog. She's just like... She's going to be a, she's a vicious warrior. Yes. Powerful. I don't That's why face. Pooper she's might so be cute. a more of appropriate name. Yeah. So let's see. Let's, Speaking let's of see. pets, by the way... Uh, oh, oh, we I got some a, names. They're saying I Trump. A, I have a cat on my shirt. The, you you may watch uh, uh, the Lotus Eaters oh, yeah. podcast. Oh, Sargon. Yeah. yeah uh, Carl Benjamin, a.k.a. Sargon of Akkad. He was, he was wearing this shirt. Because it's my shirts from my channel. Senior Don't walk around productions. So, uh, 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 yeah, and uh, congratulations. Um, the Lotus Eaters podcast is one of the top UK podcasts now in news. I guess I'm seeing you know uh, these rankings. Are, he, he's jumping. This is uh, Carl great. Benjamin, and uh, I guess he just broke 100k subs, mm-hmm. and he's skyrocketing. Awesome, glad to hear it, man. So, That's congratulations, Carl and crew. You've you've uh, I'm I'm very happy for your success. And please keep wearing my shirts. Thank yes. you. <laughs> right on. Yeah, let's uh, let's we got I got some more super chats here. Max Stahl says, "I'm a gorilla. Oh. Love yourself. Would make Max. a great Valentine's uh, Day merch." Oh, that's yes. a nice one. I like Love that one. yourself. Oh my gosh, Thank you, Max. We got to make that a Valentine's. We got a bunch of names coming in. Someone says, "Name her Beanie." <gasps> Beanie. That's, that's cute. Could be, could be <laughs> Beanie. One. All right. Let's see. Apocalypse uh, dog Beanie. Yes, <laughs> I like it. James Degrees says, Tim, please check out the book, The Toaster Project. Author builds a toaster from scratch, literally mining and smelting ore. Shows just how far removed we are from our tech. I've seen that TED Talk. He got it to work for like 20 seconds before it broke. Wow. He said, could I build a toaster from scratch? He couldn't He couldn't make plastic. It was, it was impossible. So he mined plastic. He went to recycle like waste facilities and took old plastic and then broke it down and then pressed it. Mm. And it was a disgusting looking thing. It barely worked. He plugged it in. It heated up for 20 seconds and then broke. So, oh, no. and what was the toast like? Uh, I think it was awful. Well, I mean, 20, 20 second toast. Not even yeah. going to get it toasted. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Crazy, right? Kyle Canuck says, if Trump pulls this off, forget the banana, banana peel backflip. Trump will be the guy who stole the airplane in 2018 doing all the tricks. Only Trump will stick the landing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sure. If so, you know what I did? I went out and bought a bunch of lottery tickets. You know why? Because, uh, if Trump wins, you know, go out and buy your lottery tickets, man. Like magic in the air. Like the likelihood that Trump mm-hmm. wins, you know, the people who made these predictions. I'm saying if you think Trump is really going to pull it off, you better go make those bets. 
You know what I mean? I'm not actually telling you to make, make, make literal bets. I'm saying, you know. Put your money where your mouth is. Put your is. money where your mouth is, exactly. It's a better way to put it. Here's a question for the chat real quick. When is the last time you played the lottery? Oh. When was the last time you played the lottery? 2018. Did you win? <laughs> uh, no, but I played it for like the big super oh, yeah. mega millions yeah, one. It was too. like yeah. 700 you know it's, you know it's crazy? million or something. But you know what's crazy? Like the, when the mega millions is 10 million, you don't play like wouldn't that you like you win 10 million you lose half to the government you get five million bucks in cash isn't that enough oh it's terrible can you imagine only like living off of 250 million dollars yeah, no 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 get it. five yeah. million so when 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 the number gets really high and it's like the power ball is at a billion dollars everyone goes i gotta go play who cares like sure i guess but wouldn't you also just be satisfied with 10 million bucks but then well you in all likelihood, if you didn't pick those numbers and and you did like a quick pick, you'd probably only make uh, like get like forty percent of that after taxes and after because you get penalized for doing a quick pick. Oh no, four million dollars! So, no, no, it was seven. It was seven hundred million. I know what I'm saying. Yeah, is, so <laughs> I don't care if the lottery's at a billion or at ten million. That's already too much money. You know what I mean? What are you gonna do? Buy a golden statue of yourself? Buy an island? I don't. I don't care about any of that stuff. An uh, island would be yeah, nice. You're you're right. It's terrible having that much money. Is it? God, you think the, what what was I thinking? Do Sorry, you think Tim. the lottery? I, like, I don't care. Um, I don't care. Look, if you told me I had a one in a ten million chance to win, you know, a million bucks, I'd be like, whoa. And they said, or you can take this one with a, which is a one in one hundred million chance to win seven hundred bill or seven hundred million. I'd say I'll take the better chances of winning the million dollars. I I'm I'm happy with that's a lot of money. I think both are fun. It's sure, a, sure, it's sure. It's fun the, to, to The point to I'm making is, and... why don't people just play when you could win a million dollars? Why is it that everyone rushes out to the store to buy a lotto ticket when it's at 700 million? Because FOMO. Everybody. I guess. <laughs> yeah, <it's exciting>. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm, I did not mean it to be that. that I used to uh, make my own lottery sorry, tickets for my family for Christmas. I'd oh, take the cute. silver crayon. I'd like write numbers on it and they'd scratch off and then I'd smear the silver crayon all over it and bring Aww. it up for them. I but, love it. All right, we got, we got, uh, you know. let's read some more super chats. We got uh, Romulus here. Uh, Romulus says, Hey, Tim, as a guy who has been saving up for years to buy a home and land, I'm nervous about the inflation. In your opinion, would you recommend just buying land ASAP or put some of my savings on Bitcoin? I will not give anybody financial advice because that's always a bad idea. But uh, I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm trying to uh, buy land and Bitcoin. You can buy, you can buy a dollar's worth of Bitcoin. You can buy small increments. It's not like you have to have 30 grand to buy a Bitcoin. You can buy small denominations. It it breaks down to eight decimal points, which is interesting. Do you know what happens if you take one with eight decimal points and then apply commas at three and three? You have two left and you put a decimal point there. And what do you get? A million dollars per Bitcoin. Eight decimal points. Do you, um, what percentage, if you want to tell this to the audience, do you, would you put into property and into I have no idea. crypto? I'm terrible at all that stuff. The, the only reason I have any stock is because, like I said, Max Kaiser, I was hanging out with him and his friend and they were like, buy square. And I was like, sure, I guess. And I knew how I missed that on Bitcoin. And I was like, I'll take the advice of the billionaire guy. Mm-hmm. And it, and it, and it's worked out for me. I didn't put that much money in, but now it's like skyrocketed in value. And then, like I mentioned several years ago, I bought some Bitcoin. So I was like, you know what? You buy Bitcoin, you forget about it. And I'll tell you, if you're listening to Max Kaiser, which is a smart move, if you look at his track record, he's saying do not go into gold right now. Well, think, think about this. Because gold is controlled by the U.S. government. If you have been a fan of Max Kaiser and you trusted him, you would be extremely wealthy right now. I'm not saying, I'm not saying you'd have some, some, some money to throw around. I'm saying you'd probably have millions of dollars. Because he was saying back when Bitcoin was like a, was like a dollar, 
to buy some. Imagine if you were like, I got a hundred bucks, I'll buy a hundred Bitcoin. Now multiply that hundred by thirty three, thirty four thousand dollars. It wasn't just like do it because I think it was like he was looking at Bear Stearns and at Fred, Freddie Mac, you know, or and 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 how these these he was calling them criminals, like very overtly <laughs> t- calling these corporate uh, CEOs of these banks that were getting five hundred million dollar parachutes for yep. retiring criminals and like. In 2008, he was on that pulse. He knows what he's talking about. And he saw crypto as an inverse to the failing U.S. economy or global economy. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I don't know if he's right about where we're going now. I'm just saying, if you listen to him from the beginning, you'd be a millionaire. Like a regular working class dude. You got a job at McDonald's. You get a paycheck for 150 bucks. You said, sure, I guess I'll buy 100 Bitcoin with it. You'd have, what, $3 million or whatever mm-hmm. right now? Ten years later, for sure. But if you've been following the show, he said, hold it, don't spend it. Hold it, don't spend it. And he was right the whole time. So that's just Max. I don't know, you know. Uh, so I can only say what's true and that, that he, he was right about it. All right, let's see what we got here. Loktar says, Tim, you've mentioned the Proud Boy incident in D.C. a few times and have mistakenly said a PB male pulled a woman's hair. I know you're about accurate reporting. Please rewatch. Can't link in Super Chat, but I tweeted at TimCast. Someone did mention this and we did read it. So, you know, there, there you go. I've met, we mentioned it before that it was a woman who did it. Let's see. Tattered Shield says, hey, Tim, just got to Washington earlier today. Looking forward to the rally. Will you be here? Right now, it is looking like the answer is I will be in D.C. I'm not going to be on the ground personally, but we're, we're, we did a test. It looks like the Internet is doable. It may change when the event happens, which means we might not be able to be on. Like, if we're in D.C. and the Internet goes crazy because there's too many people, then we can't go live. Then, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But uh looks like we uh, have extremely high likelihood of, of, of getting there. We'll see how it plays out. Depends on what happens in the morning. I got to get, I'm going to do my normal show here, and then we're going to, you know, make our way to D.C. Is she whining? She's like, yeah, that's a good Give idea. I think we should go back to reporting, and uh, otherwise... Uh, Will she be on the ground? Purdue uh, is uh, 2.4% ahead at wow. 82% expected vote yes. reporting, and uh, Kelly Loeffler is 1.63% wow. ahead of... The Reverend Superhero Warner. But don't forget, they have till three in the morning to, you yes. know, pull in those absolute uh, yeah. so, cases. To uh, uh-huh. concoct ballots. Mm-hmm. All right, we got uh, Chad <laughs> Hefner says, what if, what if it's a Democratic sweep and the Great Reset starts this year? Hmm. Well, cool. The Great Reset's here. Yes. Yeah, I guess we what need if. to remember that. All right, let's see what we got here. Reset. Superman, if he wasn't scared of green rock, says, yeah. shout out to Sun Tzu for driving while I watch. Uh, Sun Tzu Ghost for driving while I watch. <laughs> Uh, we are driving through the night because United messed up two days in a row. I used to be oh lazy, my. Tim, but watching your work ethic, work ethic, I can't anymore. Smash that like button for all the gorillas watching. Woo-hoo. We mm-hmm. do have a gorilla t-shirt being put together right now by uh, one of our graphic artist friends. And it's a, it's a, a gorilla, you know, oh, I'm a gorilla. Did you get yeah. the one of the gorilla smashing the like button? I think we should do one of those. Yeah, we'll get that <laughs> one too. So I guess hot. the gorilla's the mascot now because yeah. Alex Jones came uh, here and said he was a gorilla. Maybe yeah. he's a puppy. I like this puppy. All right, let's see. She's uh, just a cat on my shirt. Warlock Holmes says to the audience, why aren't you in D.C. already? Don't let others fight your fight. Please go. If not now, when? The only thing stops me from going is I don't have the visa and I'm not a Canadian citizen yet. You got to give her the microphone. She's trying to talk. She's trying to be on the Say show. something, papers. You got to move the microphone down, otherwise. Hold on. Oh, oh I, she licked oh, it. I know she what, it. I know what you can. I know you can call her. What? What's that? Grogu. Grogu. Explain. She, does, she doesn't <laughs> like no. that. Can you hear that now? Like, Grogu. <laughs> Everybody Grogu. knows. Why? Why? Uh, no spoilers. Grogu. Okay. 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 All right. Coco. Coco. Do says. What have rep Republicans and Democrats done for you lately? I hope the Republicans lose in Georgia. Maybe then people will finally wake up. Time for a new party to take back our government. Spicy. Yeah. 
Well, Bernie Sanders had his chance. I freaking agree with that. New parties. I don't really like parties. J JFSF says there are tunnels all over D.C. I went to Howard University and there are tons of tunnels under the university alone. I was thinking that there's probably tunnels to get into the buildings to make sure oh. the government can function regardless mm-hmm. of like what's going on outside, you know? Yeah. Oh, so so then that means your your blockade thing wouldn't move, wouldn't work. Yeah. Right? I don't, because I don't, of all I don't, the tunnels. If there's <laughs> if there's more than enough people, then how do you even get to the tunnels? It's so funny that they're like, we have to go to that building in order to do this most important job in the world, which is govern the United States of America. But we got to be in that building over there. There's it's pro- like a, a target. Like, why would they be? We got to go to the bullseye so there, we can all huddle there, together there in might, case of you're right, bombs there, being dropped. There might be some secret thing that we don't know it's about because be. we're, because we're you know, just normal people. Yeah, it makes no sense to Maybe stuff can, them all into a, a target. We got to get Tulsi Gabbard on the show what? and and ask her yeah. all of, all about the secrets of. I want to know all the secrets. Yeah, I love her. Here's the puppy. <laughs> She's resting. Somebody said to check Civ Mill Air on Twitter, and I don't see anything. I don't oh. know. Uh, yeah, Daniel says Tim, check Twitter mentions for Civ Mill Air now huh. at C I V M I L A I R. I didn't see anything that stands out, but I, you know I'm doing a show. So. Silver Millionaire Civilian Air? Military Aircraft. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought because we were talking about precious metals. No, no. Uh, Paul Meixner says, Luke, look up Robert Cabral on YouTube and IG for pup training. Luke is a great addition to the podcast. Followed you both for uh, over 10 years. Would love wow. to introduce you to IV uh, Quadruple Eight if you like free firearms training. I take care of my own travel. Cool. Definitely looking up all the puppy training videos right now and doing a lot of work, including running and exercising and obedience and training. So this is going to be one we, high IQ pup. We have a list. very, very important super chat. Uh, Chivo Smith says, don't walk, run productions. Love you. F you, Tim, you fence-sitting bullcrapper. I'm drunk. I don't care anymore. I'm so disgusted. <laughs> Preach. Out. Yes. Wow. Um, how much was that super chat? Uh, that was 20 bucks. Yeah, worth it. Yeah. See, <laughs> see, see, you can get mad at me, but I'll bring on, I'll, I'll bring on, you know, don't walk, run, and you can like him and hate me all day and night. Yeah. Look, for, first of all, Tim and the crew are awesome. It's, it's <laughs> always, it is. I don't care if he's a fence sitter. I love this place. Now, honestly, it's it's always a great conversation, and I'm always I'm always happy to be back. So thank what thank you, you uh, for having me back and being in the the presence of a cute little puppy. A, what is she complaining about? She's tired. She she wants to go to she bed. Ran, she ran with me today, Aww. so she's a Pup, little puppies like sleep like all day, right? Isn't that their job? She's like yawning and trying to bite me at the same time. Aww, yeah. No. She is literally yeah, biting your hand. Uh, and yawning. Oh my gosh. Time. So cute. Thanks for complaining. Matthew okay. Reckham says, a couple weeks ago I posted that Republicans are one state legislation away from being able to pass constitutional amendments without Dems. I was wrong. Article, Article 5 Convention of States requires a two-third majority to That's pass right. amendments. That would be a 38, uh, 38 states with Republicans and ha- have a 30 split with uh, MN. Well, a lot of right. states will, e- even, if they're, if, even if they are blue states... Uh, they're unlikely to easily pass a constitutional amendment, especially on things like, you know, bringing in um, or, or, or voting in on states, you know, like uh, Washington, D.C. or Puerto Rico because they don't want to lose their influence. <laughs> a puppy She's, whining. Yeah, She's I know. I know. So, uh, uh, so we have a, we have a suggestion. <laughs> Angela Lucarelli says, beautiful pup, Athena or Artemis? Artemis is Greek goddess of the hunt. I like that. Artemis. Yeah. Yeah. I I have a think? friend who has a, a really beautiful cat named Artemis. So nice name. um you can't take it. Sorry. So uh, uh John John Joyner says name the dog NAP. 
Nap? Nap. Nap. Not nap. aggression principle. She responded. She does want naps. Yeah. Grogu <laughs> likes naps. Nap. She does like naps. It's a sign. Let's see. Uh, Renee Villarreal says, name suggestion, Sage. Be honored if you choose it. That was one that we were talking about in the house. Yeah. So that was the $50 super chat. I actually right. like it. Um, yeah. Janet Partridge says, Coda is a good name. Mm. I'm not your buddy guy says, Dakota. That also was suggested yes. in, in the house as well. Dakota. But I think it would be funny when, you know, if if there's like a situation where the dog has to has to like attack defend someone. me or attack and it's like poopers, go. <laughs> yeah. go How him. about um Dixie? Dixie, maybe. I don't know. I don't, I'm letting I'm, uh, my friend told me let the name come to me mm-hmm. and uh, that's what we're doing now for two days and uh, my friend said once I know the name from her yeah. personality then I'll be able to my my dad my dad's parents used to uh, uh, actually train no. German shepherds so maybe I should uh, we, ask we, my dad <laughs> we got a name Mark Lautenschlager says dog name and this is the biggest so far I've seen super Ooh. chat Kamala <laughs> no, oh, how dare you? <laughs> you got extorted. Three now, syllables. Now you're, you're, and hold on, you're gonna like this one. Call him Fweedum. Call her Fweedum. Fweedum. Widow Fweedum. Okay, check it out. Fweedum puppy. This is, if uh, uh, the Potter file says my one-year-old male German Shepherd Husky is named Atlas. Oh, that's the name that we've been name. talking yeah, about in the house. But for, but for a girl though, yeah, yeah like Atlas Shrug and yeah. Atlas is like Atlas. A Atlas was the color Iron. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Last, uh, Tom Thomason says, "Name the dog Gorilla." Yes. <laughs> gorilla. Some yeah. uh, pass. Uh, so, OMG puppies just said, "OMG puppy." Uh huh. Uh-huh. Hey, hey. Yes. How about just dog? Athena. Dog Orwell. Like Orwell. the Road Warrior. Yeah, yeah Athena is good. <laughs> Athena. Dog Orwell is, is funny. I, I like Atlas. I, I I like Athena actually. They're Athena, related, yeah. sort of. Wisdom. Athena. Atlas. Athena. Yeah, they're both is Greek. A fighter, though. No, Atlas went to war with Zeus. Hmm. He was a son of the Titans. Oh, interesting. Then or Kamala, the it is then. Yeah. Kamala wins. <laughs> yeah. That's it. We did How it. Dare you. We, we did it, yeah. We did Alex it. Alex Bones. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a lady. Uh, Al- Could be Well lady. no, Alexandria. Yeah. Alexandria Jones. Yeah. Oh, cute, cute. Let's see. Uh Bert Bertowski says, name her Videl or Bulma. Got a Dragon Ball Z fan here mm-hmm. in Super Chat. Uh, Ray Ranja says, call her Lucky. Combined with Luke, we have a cowboy. That was my previous dog. My previous dog was called Lucky, so oh, wow. can't do that. Lucky number two. Bold Bilotti says, I want to go tomorrow, but will the National Guard close down roads to D.C.? How do people park? Logistics are nerve-wracking. Also, false flag possibility. I don't think you got to worry about any of that stuff. The worst case scenario is you park your car and you walk for a yeah. few blocks. I've, well, I've, also, also, the uh, Washington, D.C. can't call the National Guard. I think that has They to. did already. They're on the ground. Yeah. Wait, there's like, can, can they control it? I thought that they... Trump's uh, acting Secretary of Defense approved it. Well, there's... Oh, makes okay. me wonder. Right. See, that's... Okay, see, that's... The, the mayor, Mayor Bowser, couldn't just say call in a National yeah. Guard. She asked she, the Pentagon. She actually had to they ask. So okay. Trump's I didn't know that. appointee was like, yeah... And there's only like 300 of them. And I covered many events when when D.C. was just filled with hundreds and thousands of people. What people end up doing is literally just parking and just going on the subway and then getting into the city that way. Look, I got to read this. So if you're saying it's only 300. Can I read this? I'm sorry. Pennsylvania. Sorry, it just came out. So it says, due to these inconsistencies and questionable activities, we believe the Pennsylvania election results should not have been certified by our secretary of state. Members, we ask for more time, given the fact that the U.S. Supreme Court is to hear Trump versus Bukfar in the coming days. We ask that you delay certification of the Electoral College to allow due process as we pursue election integrity in our Commonwealth. 
This is something Trump wow. tweeted, so I don't but know what difference that makes. Whose statement but. is it? Is it fact checked? It's from Trump. It's uh, Trump Mitch asked them. Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell said, yeah. "Please wait because of Pennsylvania." No, hold on, hold on. Ju- okay, hold on. There's names: Jake Corman, President Pro Tempore, Kim Ward, Judy Ward, and Kristen Phillips. So this so. is the Pennsylvania General yes. Assembly saying yes. this. The problem is, it's not a majority, and it wasn't a a session where they made a joint resolution or something like that. Right. I'm so a court might just be like, now. "Look, if one or two politicians come out and say it, it's, it's not, a letter." Right. Right. It's yeah. it's not the legislature making a declaration, but. Uh, We'll see. They're trying. They're they're, in they're 19, trying. Yeah. In 1960, so I did. I, I I talked about this in my main segment, and then I actually dug deeper. Check this out. In 1960, Richard Nixon was the vice president. Hawaii voted for Republicans. The governor signed a certificate for Republican electors, sent them to Congress. Unelected Democrats cast procedural votes and sent those to Congress. Afterwards, a recount showed the Democrats had won by a small number of votes, like 115. Richard Nixon, presiding over the joint session of Congress, was given two two slates of electors, one from Republicans certified by the governor and one from Democrats uncertified. He chose to count the uncertified Democrat votes. That's it. But, But it didn't change anything. Is what you were saying earlier. But that's not the point. So the point is, just a there is precedent, precedent where the vice president was given two sets of votes and picked one. Not only did he pick one of the sets and disc- discarded the other, he chose the one that was not certified. It can happen. So what's to happen if tomorrow Mike Pence says, citing precedent from 1960 with Richard Nixon as president, mm-hmm. because of the statements made by the Republican legislatures, the Judiciary Committee of Arizona, and the, res- the resolution introduced in Wisconsin, we are not going to be counting uh, the ballots in states where there is an active dispute. Joe Biden does not reach 270 votes. If Richard Nixon can do it, why can't Joe Biden? They didn't dispute to Richard Nixon saying this uncertified slate is, is chosen. So why would they be able to challenge it now? And more importantly, if Mike Pence said these votes don't count, what do they do? Do they go to the Supreme Court? Do they challenge it? Do they say you're wrong? We won. But Mike Pence presides as president of the Senate. That's, so, that's how, he's also the vice president. That's so weird. It is. It's crazy. But this happened before. So the, the, the you know, I was reading a Wikipedia article. It said there's no evidence that the, the Democratic electors were certified. The actual source says they were uncertified. That's crazy. So you, you see all these media outlets saying Pence has no power. It's a ceremonial role. They say that about tell, the queen, too. Yeah, tell that, to, tell that to Nixon in 1960. I mean, mm-hmm. was the, maybe something changed. Maybe they passed a law. Maybe they changed it all. Maybe there's precedent. I don't know. But I'm telling you, outside of everything, what if Mike Pence just doesn't show up? They thought he might he's not. A, right, exactly. Yeah. He, he's a human being. He could be like, I'm out later. What if he just like got on a plane and left and was gone forever? Like, no one ever saw him again. He'd never what, serve him what politics if, what again. What if Trump got abducted by aliens? There's a lot of what ifs and a lot of crazy nonsense could happen. But in the realm of reality, Trump could theoretically just be like, I'm leaving. Bye. And then P- what? Pence or Trump? Uh, Trump. Trump. I think Pence Any is one like, of these people. thanks for all the fish. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm <laughs> so just going to be another politician, career politician. What I'm saying is I'm humans can do whatever oh, right. they want that is physically possible. It isn't, it is, they're saying Trump has no legal authority to do this. Sure. And cops have no legal authority to, you know, shoot someone who's unarmed. But you complain about that all the time and then nothing changes, right? If you're going to complain that the police 
do things they're not allowed to do and get away with it. What's to stop Pence from doing something he's not allowed to do and getting away with it? You see my point? And he's allowed to do it, right? Well, I'm not saying he is or isn't. I'm oh. just saying, what would they do if Pence just said Trump wins? Um, what would they do? Would they a, say a you're, bunch you're of wrong? People would revolt in the streets, but not tomorrow. Or may, it would be like they'd plan stuff and they'd. Start. What would happen if Pence says, "I don't care, Trump wins"? The left isn't going to show up when there's uh, you know thousands of Trump supporters in D.C. They're not going to no, come they're out. They're not pro- going to D.C. tomorrow, right? So it's so if there was no big Trump protest, this is what, what makes me wonder about Trump's strategy. I'm not confident anything's going to change, to be completely honest. I think it'll be Biden. But think about this. The AP reported that Trump, Pence, and legal scholars were having a meeting. Then Trump tweets out, Pence can reject fraudulent votes. Trump called for people to be in D.C. If there was no protest in D.C. and Mike Pence said, I'm not going to certify these votes, therefore Trump wins due to a contingent election, the streets of D.C. would be filled immediately with Antifa and far leftists. It would be chaos. It would be. If there's tens of thousands of Trump supporters there— the leftists will not be able to come to D.C. to do anything. Get it? It would be like it would be like just rant. It would be like heightened violence if that if something they wouldn't be able to get anywhere near. Well, they're already going to be there. I mean, but it's going to be black block stuff at night. I, I ultimately think there it's going to be a lot of Trump supporters day. waving American flags, yeah. voicing their concerns, bullhorning. Pence is going to be like Joe Biden wins. But Pence and could, could could legally say I'm not. Can I certify these votes in question and Trump wins the election? Legal is is is, is irrelevant. I, the left is saying he couldn't legally do it. I don't care what Const- you think, because you can do things when when uh, right now, Wisconsin has introduced a bill that says here's a list of things that the, the uh, executive branch and the courts did that was illegal. So they did it. The legislature says they did it and nothing has been done about it. So don't come to me and say it's not legal for Mike Pence to do anything. Yeah, well, it wasn't legal to have democracy in the park in Wisconsin where they changed the rules for collecting absentee ballots. It It wasn't legal to set up a consent decree changing the rules of the election in Georgia. Those were challenged in court, but thrown out on standing and and, and not on merits. Was it legal for Nixon to do what he did in 60? No one challenged it. So apparently But also, but also I, uh, it was in the Democrats favor. Yeah. Right. And it so it's not it like it was going to shift it. I think maybe I, I, I don't know the story, but uh, I would guess that maybe because he was running for president, right? He was running he was. against. He Kennedy. was. Yep. So maybe it was uh, it was symbolic. It was like right. a, just a gesture like of goodwill. Exactly. And an, what an happens now when the Republicans say Richard Nixon chose to count an uncer- uncertified slate of electors ca- uh, cast by people who were not elected to the right. Electoral College? And there were no complaints, and it was counted in an election. Do we void the 1960 election, or I'm, that? I guess the the argument is because it didn't shift. Uh, that that's the only that's the only thing. I don't. I, I'm going to look this up because it sounds very interesting. Mike but. Pence could walk in and pull out a whipped cream pie and <laughs> slap it in someone's face. The point is, it likely won't happen. Right. There, I, I would never bet any money, not even a dollar, it would happen because that's ridiculous. But he could physically do it. Sure. Mike Pence could walk in with sunglasses on and, and a joint and be like Trump and then pull out a, 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 a you know, a ghetto blaster and turn on uh, Thug Life. Do something. Dem- it's not going to happen. OK, I'm just saying when people say like Trump can't do this anyway, I'm like, bro, dude, if, if Pence walked in and was sparked one up and was like legalize. <laughs> <laughs> so great. I'm just trying to say last person on the planet. There's a big difference. Right. Now <laughs> we're there's a difference between what legalize. you can physically do and say and what you can legally do and say. And you can physically do a whole lot of stuff that you can't legally do. And then whether or not anything is done after the fact is an entirely different question. Well, what Pence could do, he could do it. And then I doubt it he would, will. 
I doubt he will. Right. Yeah, sure. He's going to he, go Biden wins. Congratulations. But he could he could do it and then it would be legally contested and then it would you go know, to the Supreme the, Court and right? then they would and present may, the evidence. And then maybe they could say, well, yeah, well, who, who knows? So, you know what? Tomorrow might be a crazy freaking day. Hold on. Hold on. This, this is interesting. <laughs> Think about this. If Mike Pence says, I refuse to count these, take it up in court. The Supreme Court will have to hear it. In that proceeding, they'll say, why aren't these votes being counted? And then they issue the challenge to the electors clause of the Constitution in these states. Well, we'll Could, oh, I'm just going to say this. <laughs> I, have, I, I have a normalcy bias, right? I think Pence is going to go in and he's going to say the objections have been yeah, heard. Dude, he's Biden wins. But could you imagine how crazy and historical and exciting? And I don't mean good or bad. I'm saying exciting, like crazy stuff going on. Yeah. If Mike Pence says, I will not count these votes while there is active disputes from the state legislatures and they have not been heard. I'll see you in the Supreme Court. Honestly, I mean, I'm I'm not against that at all. I I would love to see that. I think it'd be freaking amazing. I think life is too boring. Pence is going to be like I, Biden wins. Uh, bye bye. Yeah, get me I out am of here. siding with you. I I'm, <laughs> I'm down with that. But but wouldn't you just love to see it? You yes, know? yes. Okay. I'm not down with it. I think it's boring and stupid. <laughs> and I think if 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 you don't actually get these things heard in court, which we have not had, even though the, no. the media keeps saying it has been, it hasn't. Then you're going to have 74 million extremely angry people, and they're saying there was a CNN uh, interview. It was uh, Donnie Sullivan asked a Trump supporter, "Do you do you accept Biden as, as president?" He says, "No." And he goes, "But do you accept he'll be inaugurated?" "No." He says, well, how can that be? Maybe there'll be a civil war. We don't want that. No, we don't even want that sentiment, which means maybe the best thing is we let the state legislatures who are upset have their day in court on the merits. This is what the media keeps saying. There's no evidence. The courts have litigated this. They've all been dismissed. Yeah. On standing, on latches, not on the actual arguments put forth by the state legislatures. I'll tell you the weird thing, though. Why? Why isn't the state legislatures suing? Because the rules have been violated in their states. That's what needs to happen. I don't know. Who would they sue? They would have to, uh, well, they probably have to sue um, in their state. But the problem is, if they're up against the other branches, then they, they would need to file, file federal suits against, say, like the state legislature would have to sue the governor in Georgia, for instance, because the governor had a consent decree with a Democrat, which is insane, which is really crazy. Like Stacey Abrams, I think. She sued this, the, the, the governor and then they signed a consent degree, which was a no fault settlement agreement, giving a bunch of special powers and provisions as pertaining to the elections. State legislature says you can't change the rules. We set the rules. But the governor just changed them. So they need to sue the governor yeah. over this. Speaking of Georgia, um, Purdue. Wait, OK, so at, at uh, 87, ex- 87 percent expected total vote reporting, we have uh, Purdue up 3.01% and uh, Leffler 2.21%. Uh, so Republicans yeah, are- Yeah, our numbers are, are a little different than yours because we are- We're looking, looking at, at Fox resources. News. I'm looking yeah, I'm yeah. looking at the Wall Street Journal yeah, I'm, okay. and, and I'm not seeing- um, But the Republicans are both winning. Now hold They've on. They've won. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Just be, be clear about there that. There are, <laughs> it looks like there are still pretty blue areas that have not been counted yet. So- But not like the we'll metro see. areas. No, uh, but you, right, but you can see, you know, yeah. DeKalb. This Fulton County's not in yet, it looks right, like. Yeah. No, Fulton, Fulton, Fulton okay. 67% reporting. De, uh, DeKalb County is uh, 62.88% uh, reporting, and that's, you know, that's basically Atlanta. Um, Richmond County is 39.37%. But then you have a lot of, I mean, 
you have a lot of uh, counties like Bullock County, twenty four percent, Jenkins, twenty four percent. I mean, it's it it's still it's still early, but a, as far as the total goes, you think you think they got it? I it, it's looking good. I, I'm it's looking. I hey, I already I already called it right. So. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, did, did, yeah. <laughs> senior political analyst. Yes, I already called it. I the decision I can't running go back on that running the Timcast Tyrell decision desk has yes. issued. A declaration. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like the Fox News decision desk. I'm, I'm calling it for the winners. I'm as the. Well. Re, yeah, I'm calling it for the win. Yep. Thank, thank <laughs> you, Lydia. It. I love that. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm calling go. it for the legit winners. That's right. Yeah. Actual winners. Thank you. Well, uh, Crypto you, Mike says Tim Pool's joke before the <laughs> awesome doggy came in. I laughed l- louder than I have in days. That casino joke was so funny. What was it? What was that one? I forgot. The casino joke. Casino joke. I gotta look back now. No idea. Anyway, thanks for the compliment. Glad you laughed. <laughs> well, you were you were talking about how you uh, only won twenty dollars or something. Oh right! <laughs> you, congratulations, six card flush, one thousand to one. If only you bet on it, it wasn't even a joke. You did no, it. No, it literally, so literally happened. They're it mocking happened. your pain. And then this other when they switched when they rotated uh, dealers, this guy looked at me and he was like, "Bro, that's where you make your money betting on the flush." And I was like, "Okay," and then I put it down and I got a four card straight, which is like sixty to one or whatever. And so it ended up turning like five bucks and a couple hundred. And then I tipped the guy huge. And I was like, oh, dude, you know, I'm, I'm a lefty, right? People don't want to want to accept that. But I, I was like just giving him money away. And then he was and then I bet again and I got a five card straight flush, which mm-hmm. was like a hundred or something to one. I can't remember. And then I tipped him again mm-hmm. and I started tipping everybody like huge yeah, amounts. Tip your dealer. That's a big part of it. And then before we left, I was like, I went to the roulette table and I just put it on black. And then the craziest thing happened. They spun it, and I was like, I'm going to lose everything. It was off 20 bucks. I didn't care. For me, it was like I was going to lose 20 bucks. And these two guys were looking at me like I was crazy because this was like a 1000 bucks. And then it's going around. The roulette ball landed in red and then bounced and went into the black. God. And these, these two guys were sitting there and went, what? And they were like, dude, it went in red and then bounced out, went in black. And I was like, dude, crazy. Do you think that crazy. your subconsciously you, willpower is like flowing through you and causing it to bounce? No. I didn't even think about it. I just exactly, walked over. I put it down. I was like, oh. Like, do you think that there's some energy flowing through you that's bouncing the balls in your favor? No. I think it's just physics. Tim's pretty good at it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And then we went out to eat, and I went to... We were, we were at this... Uh, uh, this uh, Ramen place? Ramen place? Yeah, I got well, a ramen. Bar. No, we went to a dive bar. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, yeah. Uh, they, have, they, they have, like, voting machines. Or not, not voting machines. They have gambling machines. <laughs> that was the next day, yeah. <laughs> That's the same <laughs> same thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. But I put in, yeah. uh, I, I put in uh, uh, 20 bucks, and then I got this crazy bonus thing and ended up winning a bunch of money again. And I just used to pay for, pay for, for, for lunch or whatever, or dinner. It was crazy. It's just crazy, My crazy good luck streak. with gambling is I would always play poker against other people at the table. I don't like playing against the house, and I would take their money. And so it's like if I would if I would lose, I would lose my money. If I would win, I would still lose because I would take their money. And I saw one guy took his, his paycheck. I could Ooh, tell he, he stood brutal. up, and he was just like, you know, I, I took money that he shouldn't have lost, I could tell. And after that, I, I gave up. Yeah. He gets ugly. Yeah. It does. All right, man. Well, uh, we've gone. Uh, we've gone quite a bit over. We had a we good have. time. We're gonna. We're gonna see how things play out with this. Uh, with the um, election, and tomorrow should get uh, spicy. But uh, the plan for tomorrow night is it's our uh, usual show with Jack Murphy of Jack Murphy Live. Cool dude. We're excited right. to have him. Aha! And so we, we, cool. we'll, we'll probably be hanging out with DC with him. That's the plan for now. Depending on what happens, maybe wake up in the morning and like there will be a horde of Antifa, you know, zombies attacking children or something. Yeah, we're but we'll we'll see how it plays out. So, uh, my friends, thank you all so much for hanging out. Smash that like button, hit subscribe, hit the notification bell. 
Give us a good review on iTunes. If you haven't already, go to iTunes, subscribe, go on Spotify, subscribe, because that uh, that helps boost in the rankings and all that stuff, or I, I assume so. So that helps. It's really, really great. Help the show. Share the show if you really like it. That's the best way you can help out. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Parler at TimCast. And my other YouTube channels are youtube.com slash TimCast, youtube.com slash TimCastNews. And of course, we're live here Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Now, as for you, Mr. Senior Political Analyst, Andrew. <laughs> yes. What's your show? Uh, my channel, my YouTube channel is Don't Walk Run Productions. Uh, I can be found on Twitter and Parlor at Don't Walk Run. And this is really important. I, I, I need your help, guys. Um, Instagram. I need 10,000 followers total because I can't do anything. I can't do polls and I can't do links. Really? And stuff. Yeah, it's weird. So you have 10,000 followers? No, I need 10, I need 10,000 total. And then you can do, and then you can do all that stuff. That's weird. Yeah, it's weird. weird. So, uh, I need you to follow me at Don't Walk Run Productions. And I'm not, I don't post all the time. Uh, but if you want to follow me, um, you know, Adrian Curry follows me on, on Shout out to Adrian Curry. She might be watching the show right now. Yeah. And she's awesome. Uh, She, and she has like the best winter boots. So you should follow her too, but, but definitely follow, definitely follow me. And, uh, and also you should follow Lydia. Lydia yes, is awesome. You, should. Yeah. you absolutely should. Worth the follow. Lids, L-Y-D-S, and I post random things. No organization or flow. Not at all. But it's fun. But that's why, that's why she's worth the follow. That's right. And you can follow the dog. Yes. You <laughs> yourself could sponsor the official We Are Change Survival Apocalypse Dogs for as little as four ninety nine on wearechange.org forward slash donate or my Venmo cash up under Luke We Are Change. I'm joking. I have uh, I have, you know, some crypto saved up for the little pooper. Aww. But if you do want to support me, check out my t shirt store, which oddly I'm wearing right now. Who would have thought? And if you like the shirt that says make taxation and theft again, you could get it right now by going to wearechange.org forward slash stores. Wearechange.org forward slash stores exclusively only through the We Are Change channel. Say hi. Say bye bye. Say bye to the poopers. Aww. And I'm going to get that dog on Instagram, by yes. the way. You want to see the dog? <laughs> you gotta follow me at Don't Walk Run Productions on Instagram. I'll tag you from my. Thank you. And if you <laughs> I'll would, tag if you, you too. Would, if you would like to have someone scry for you, you can follow Ian. Yeah, scry? Can. He's scrying. Have you, have you ever done Reiki? You put energy into the crystal and it stores it. So when you're depleted later, you can retrieve oh, it. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's cool. Seems useful. Our what, bones are made of crystal. But what about Sagar? We gotta get him on the show. <laughs> yeah, we sure do. I'm uh, working on it. But, but by the way, you can follow me at Ian Crossland all over the internet. And I want to just give a shout out to the gorilla, the apes that we once were. Uh, free software, graphene, cryptocurrency, and uh, any other keywords I'm, I'm forgetting right now. <laughs> I love that dog's... Look at that dog's tongue. So cute. Um, you have her oh, what's, what's, what's the thing um, when I was on the show first? The, um, uh, it, had, it had something to do with uh, corpses. What? There was some kind of chemical... Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. You're, like you're, pro- you're probably talking about... Cadaverine? Cadaverine. That's it. Putrescine yes. and cadaverine. That's it. That's, it. that's what I was... Look yes. up Putrescine. Shout out to cadaverine. Yeah. It's <laughs> all right, a bacteria all right. that grows on meat. <laughs> all right. Product. Look, very the dog, random. The, the baby puppy has to go to sleep <laughs> yes, now. Grogu. So, we're calling the dog they, Grogu. Thank Chat you all so about. much for hanging out. And if you would like oh. to see the puppy again, you have to come back tomorrow at 8... Actually, no. We'll be in DC. Yeah, what happens? But the dog will return for a sequel. Timcast IRL Part 2 with the puppy. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow night at 8 p.m. and Monday through Friday, and uh, we'll see you all then. Tomorrow should be fun. Bye, guys. Bye.